Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Rude and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I'm going to Google, oh, look, a Netflix special, seven parts, Project People Project and Me. Project People, don't drink the punch. <laughs> don't drink the people. <laughs> There's people in the punch. There's people in the people. <laughs> Soylent Green. <laughs> Soylent Green is people. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted. Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir. Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Quebec. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Got a big program today. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Game we're going to do is one that I like to do this time of year, every year. Indy 500 coming up this weekend. One of my favorite sporting events of the year. So we're going to do real or fake Indy car driver. You have been to Indy before, correct? Yep. Went to uh, one. I went to the race six years ago. I want to say five or six years ago. It's the 100th running of the Indy 500. That's the one I went to. And now you're back. I'm going again. I actually, I have a cooler that is a backpack mm-hmm. that I have already started the measurements, the testing of uh, thickness, the duration of time it holds ice. Can you bring that into the venue? Oh, buddy. Yeah. You, this is the thing about the Indy 500. I don't know if everyone realizes when you watch it on your TV and you'll see some guy sitting there with little pins on his hat. It's like, I've been to 70 of these. And it's like, that's that's cool for that dude. I'm sure he enjoys it. I don't know what he's drinking, but let him live, right? He's doing the right something right because he's been there a long time. 80% of the people at that event have a cooler full of whatever they like to drink that is alcoholic or otherwise stashed under the seat. You are allowed to bring in alcohol to the Indy well, 500. I, I always assumed they were drunk. I just didn't know if they got drunk on the overpriced beer at the Indy 500 or you could bring in your own stuff. Can you imagine if you were like Gene Smith comes up to a podium and is like, all right, first of all, Hoosier Dome, dead. I, I just realized that doesn't exist. Second of all, you can bring in booze now. You can bring it into the stadium with your ticket price included. Sure, you can go buy beer here too, but you can carry in a cooler if you want to. Anyway, have a nice day. Could you imagine what football games would be like? I'm telling you, the Indy 500 is like, it's 400,000 people having a party, like the whole time. People just passing drinks around. You don't know. I mean, I don't you know. get it. That's safe. Well, you know, like a can, it's sealed, and okay. they uh, hear you want a beer, and then you, yeah, thanks. And then you hear you want one of mine, here you go. And then you make out. Six and a half. That is the over under, I'm going to put to you, of what? Confederate flags that you see. <laughs> At the Indy 500. The, no, no, no. Hang on. It's the Indy 500. You may still see that. You're right. Six and a half over under. All right. I'm going to take Degenerate T Bone. Hang on. Are we counting the neighborhoods that I walked through to get to the Indy 500? No, on the grounds. On the grounds. On the grounds. I'm going to say under. I under think, six and a half. I don't think. Yeah. All right. It's a. It's a. It's a different crowd, man. It's like there's a good amount of people that are there because there's a there's a Joey Bosa EDM type concert. 
Like oh. going to the Kiki. I didn't they know that. They do a concert in the infield during the race. So there's a bunch of like rave kids there that are all during like. During the race? During the race, yes. Glow sticks? Oh, yeah. It's a it's a scene, man. They call it the snake pit. So you go party in the snake pit. You can walk over there, get a little of this going on, go back to your seat with your free beer sitting there. Don't apply sunscreen. Have a massive sunburn the next day. All right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, they show this graphic all the time for the Indy 500, and I, I'll promise I'll this will be the last thing I bring up about it for now. But Well, I asked about it. Do you know that the entirety of Vatican City can fit in between turns three and four of that racetrack? Like, not, not like the entire infield, just the the top end of the it's, track it's interesting that you say that because you know who's going to be at the Indy 500 who the pope but he's just coming for the in, raid yeah, he's in the pope mobile he doesn't care about the race you should see the strobe lights they get put on that thing it's going to be a blast let him live i hope Point he does five over under on confederate flags the pope is waving <laughs> oh, in the under infield. under he's no like he confederate flag come I on i assume not new pope no way i don't know about old other pope. pope old pope i don't know about other pope was that the one that had a little backstory that was a little problematic can i tell you something a lot of popes no, in history no, had some I, backstories I'm, that were problematic i sure but there was one recently who he was in germany at a bad time is what i'm oh, saying yeah, yeah if i yeah. remember correctly anyway Whatever. Way to take it. No, I just... disturbing. You asked about Confederate flag. I know. Just, My you fault. brought that up. My fault. Okay. Well, congratulations. Well, thanks. I don't know why I said that to you, like you invented the Indy 500, but... You, you, know, who I'm congratulations. Root, you know who I'm rooting for. Graham Rahal? Yes. Graham Rahal, who is, of course, a Columbus kid. His dad, you know, Bobby Rahal, lived here when he won the Indy 500, a great race car driver. It's, been a, while, it's been a while since Graham lived here, though. I know he lives in Indy now. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of these drivers do live I in know, Indy. That's where they race car home. Herbie. Well, but he you just at least pack up and leave. No, but <laughs> what you can't move? We just can't move from here. At set some point? my neighbor's house on fire and build a bigger one on top of it. I mean, he, <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> Herbie did. No, but yeah, not that. I'm talking about Graham Rahal now. Don't confuse Graham Rahal for Herb Street. Okay, all right, how dare all right. you? No, but the other guy. I'm rooting for him, and I'm rooting for Elio Castroneves. Because the local race team here, Meyer Shank Racing, out of Pataskala, they're the defending Indy 500 champs. And if Castroneves, who drives for them, if he wins it this year, he will be the first guy ever to win five Indy 500. I was going to say, how old is he? A million? Yeah. Dancing with the Stars, Helio Castroneves. That guy. They call how old him, is Helio? He's got to be in his uh, early 50s. I'm going to say 51. Maybe late 40s. But I'll go 51 on Helio Castroneves. Dude's been getting after him, man. He's a good driver. Who else is a big-time driver? Oh, I don't want to give too many names away. We're going to play this game later oh, on. I can't give okay. you too many All names. Right, You're just going to be like, ah, there, there you go. That's the guy. Mario Andretti. My guy. He'll, he'll be there. Isn't, oh. he, isn't he doing something? He usually... I don't know if he'll do I it this year. I think he's doing a lap, isn't he? He usually does a lap in the uh, two-seater. They have an Indy car with two seats in it. The year I went, this again was like five or six years ago... Lady Gaga was the passenger. Oh. And, and I saw them come down the front stretch, and they're like, Lady Gaga, ladies and gentlemen, with Mario Andretti. And I'm like, that's that's cool. And they're going by it like, it looked like freeway speed, you know, 60, 70 miles an hour. I thought, oh, cool. that's cool for her. Then all of a sudden, like, oh, there's no one else on the track. And all of a sudden, I hear like, 
And I'm like, what is that? And it's Mario Andretti and Lady Gaga doing a lap, like a full speed, as full as that 80-year-old man can get it going, full speed lap. I enjoy Lady Gaga. Yeah. But I'm telling you, you put enough makeup on her, and there is no difference between her and Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Uh, if there was ever going to be a Twisted Sister biopic, mm. she would play Dee Snyder. She's fantastic, though. I have nothing, bad, about, I have nothing bad to say about Lady Gaga. I used to be very not under, not understanding of the meat dress and like all that. I thought she was too weird, but then I heard her sing, and I said, I, where all the meat you want, lady? That's fine I with think me. she would tell you, because I'm her biographer, Okay, that she probably early in her career relied too much on gimmicks. Sure. And it, it took away from the fact that she is actually a tremendous Correct. vocalist. Because I, I thought ever the same had. thing when I first saw Lady Gaga. Who was oh, this yeah. chick just trying to get likes on social media and the meat dress? And then you saw her perform, and she's got the goods. Oh, fantastic. And I've only seen her with one Confederate flag waving <laughs> it up in the air. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I actually, you know what? If we had an army of Lady Gagas fighting for the North, we still would have won the world. Like, we would have won the Civil War. No problems, no questions. You are going to say World Cup, weren't no, you? No, the world, the world I was going to say the Cup. World War, which that's not a thing, because there were two of them. You can't say the World War, but yeah, that's right. I got it. Well, there was... Uh, the First World War wasn't called World War. It was called the Great War. Yes, right. And then in hindsight, we said, well, that was World War One. You... Yeah. You mean in like 1917, guys were like, I'm going off to the First World War. Hope I'm not around for the second. Like, I don't think I knew Why that. Why do they sound like that? Because that's how everybody talked in 1917, I I better polish my mustache. Yeah, like, say that, governor. We should get rid of all this alcohol. That was when they got back. Then they were like, get rid of that. <laughs> And then they then they were like, why, never why did they idea, call governor. it alcohol? Because that's how they talked back then. Oh, give me some alcohol. Don't worry, governor. I've got me spittoon right here. I'll drink me alcohol later. And then they came back in like the 30s were like, no, nah, that's a bad idea. Give us the booze. Mm-hmm. You see this Great Depression? We need something to drink. Uh, anyway, Baker will not attend Brown's OTAs. Oh, darn. Sad news. Yeah. Uh, Brown's fans will be, maybe they won't. I don't know. I was going to say glued to their television tonight. HBO Real Sports is going to be airing an interview with, is it two of the Deshaun Watson accusers? Uh, I believe that is correct, yes. Two of the Desha- two of the accusers of Deshaun Watson uh, will be making their statement. I'm trying to pull up their names here because I do have that. But I guess there's also, there's a couple of statements out there from them. Uh, not statements, but like excerpts from this interview. Also... Okay. Uh, Leah Graham, who is one of Watson's lawyers, maintains his innocence and is, of course, on this documentary as well. Well, she's his lawyer. She's paid to That'd be breaking news. His, his lawyer came like, on the show and said, yes, he did all of this. Yeah. Right. I am representing him only for the check. Good day. Good day, governor. Good. <laughs> Pass the alcohol. No, take me to the alcohol. Uh, so Ashley Solis and uh, Kyla Hayes are the two women who have accused Deshaun Watson. Two of the 22 accusers that are out there with current open civil suits against him. But anyway, they are the two that are going to be speaking on this interview. Soledad O'Brien did the interview. Uh, there are some excerpts of that out there where, where they describe in graphic detail what what he is alleged to have done. Well, you knew this was coming. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, and the Browns, you know what? They should be proud of this. Go ahead. Actually, Mary Kay Cabot did a nice little write-up. Why don't you just go ahead and post that right on to clevelandbrowns.com and say, this is our star quarterback. We're Buy his jersey now. Here, We don't believe it. We believe these women are lying through their teeth, 
And we gave him the most money anybody's ever seen in the NFL, guaranteed. We don't believe these women at all. Hashtag, we don't believe you women. Like, go ahead. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll come out and say, it's not that we don't believe them. We believe something did happen. But Deshaun Watson has said as much. If something did happen that make the, made these women uncomfortable, it was just out of pure ignorance. Mm. Deshaun Watson thought that there was going to be something reciprocated, and they were interested in the sexual encounter. Turns out they wouldn't. Oops, no harm, no foul. I go about my day. The Browns said they vetted Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. They find him to be a, a, a true character individual. Well, we'll see. I assume they're all going to be watching this tonight and yeah. not burying their head in the sand. Well, they better. And they better answer, They better be forced to answer for it. The Browns should. Uh, of course I they should. They, they paid this guy $230 million in guaranteed money. Probably the Haslam's have another trip scheduled, like a family trip somewhere out to the Bahamas, I'm guessing. Because that was the excuse last time why they couldn't be on the, they couldn't be on the dais with him. They couldn't be photographed on the same stage with him. They let the coach do that. They let the front office people do that. They couldn't show up. The Haslam's couldn't to do all that. The Haslam's are not involved in football decisions. They let their they football just, people manage football operations. They just, just signed the check. All that money well, to they a just guy. Signed that, the check. Sure, it's not their call. By the way, there's one other point that. There is something from this excerpt that I think is worth bringing up. We can do that next. Well, let's take a break from the, from his lawyer. That and I will I will give her credit. Lori Schmidt made a Ooh. tremendous point about no. this that I think is worth pointing out. Ooh. So let's highlight that next. Then we can talk about other things too. All right, and we have uh, more information on what happened to Dwayne Haskins the night that he died. That's a hell of a tease. Details mm-hmm. next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the right lane of I-71 northbound after 11th Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from 670 in this area. Plan on some heavy backups and please use caution here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson. Looking for a long-term career? Ace Hardware is now hiring. We're recruiting for warehouse positions at our West Jefferson Distribution Center. We offer great paying benefits up to $19.50 per hour. Apply now at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Uh, Brought up before the break, there's uh, tonight... HBO Real Sports going to have a a lengthy interview with two of the women accusing Deshaun Watson of sexual misconduct, two of the massage therapists with Soledad O'Brien. They have released some excerpts of this interview. They have also released an excerpt from Leah Graham, who is Deshaun Watson, one of his attorneys. And in this little excerpt, this back and forth between Leah Graham and Soledad O'Brien, Leah Graham said about Deshaun Watson when there was a question of how can he be innocent because they're sold out of Brian says there's 22 women accusing him. How could, how could anyone possibly believe he's innocent? Uh, Leah Graham's response is, I think the real question is what evidence is there of any guilt? 
And I saw Lori Schmidt uh, reply to this, and, and she's spot on. She said, what evidence is there of any guilt? That's a weird way to go about that. If a bank robber was seen at the bank, robbing the bank by 99 people, and they all testified and said this happened, but there was no video evidence of it. We didn't have fingerprints of it, but everyone there was like, this dude definitely was the bank robber. And then he got convicted. They wouldn't say he got convicted with no evidence. They would say he got convicted with the evidence of 99 sworn testimony saying he did this, right? The idea that there's no evidence for Deshaun Watson's guilt is very similar to the evidence that you could have that says there's no evidence for his innocence because the only evidence you have of his innocence is obviously his own testimony, which his lawyer says, well, that's not evidence. So now, of course, in our court of law, right, when he went before a a judge previously, when they looked into this case, you are presumed innocent. So that's the default position of every single person that comes in front of a judge, and they didn't have enough other evidence to go forward with this. But the idea that there's no evidence is false. There, there's the evidence there, of 22 there people. might be not enough evidence right. to send him to prison. It's different than zero evidence, right? Look, it's, it's not like the police dragged him out of bed and no one was accusing him of a crime. There is a definite accusation of a crime here. I know for a lot of people, they look at this situation and say, well, he's not going to jail. And that's all that I need to know. And if that is all that you need to know, and you can enjoy yourself watching him sling the football on Sundays, more power to you. But for a lot of people, they want to hear the nuts and bolts of this to decide for themselves. We always talk about innocent until proven guilty. But what a lot of us forget is the second part of that statement. In a court of In law. In a court of law. All yep. right. The Browns, as a private business, could pay this guy $230 million. And they did. Yeah. But... If they feel like he violated some code of conduct that they have internally, well, they could fire him. They got to pay him all that money. Oh, right. If they if, could fire him. What if by, let's say, by the end of this season, Deshaun Watson is is being, uh, I don't think this is going to be the case, but if Deshaun Watson is being like a terrible teammate and he's cussing out everybody on the staff and the coach is like, hey, man, we want you to come in and we got to talk about the game plan and he's like blowing them off and not showing up and not doing anything he's supposed to do as an NFL player. They would get rid of him for that, but they will not get rid of him for, or they went out and agreed to bring him in with all of this hanging over his head. And I just find that like the fact that a guy could blow off some meetings and get fired from a job that's willing to pay you $230 million, but this was not enough reason to prevent you from bringing him in in the first place is very odd to me. My my point is, too, you as a Browns consumer can decide whether you want to support the team. Doesn't mean that Deshaun Watson's going to jail. No. Means, though, that you vote and you act with your time and your money. I'll tell you right now, and I'm not sending him to prison. I think Deshaun Watson's a guilty guy who probably committed crimes. There's just not enough evidence to send him to prison. That's not bad, necessarily. No, that's, now, your, that's your opinion of the situation right. based on now, what you've heard and read. If, if he is guilty of these sex crimes, I feel sorry for these women. I feel sorry for these women that they're not going to get the justice of seeing this guy put away. But it's difficult to say. It should be difficult to send people to prison. Yes, there right. should be a large burden of proof to send someone to prison. That doesn't mean they didn't do it. That yeah. means there's not enough evidence to send them to prison for the rest of their lives. 
It should be difficult. It does not mean that all of a sudden, oh, he's not going to jail? Well, here's $230 million. Come play for my football team. That's where I draw the line. The Browns didn't see that line. Yeah, and so uh, that's that goes back to fandom, though, doesn't it? Like, I, I am and, and have been, before, the Has- before I even knew the name Haslam's, I've been a fan of both the Browns and the crew, for what it's worth, because they own the crew, too, right? But and you'll probably be a fan once they sell the team beyond too. the time that they own the team. Right. I'll be there long after they're gone. But does that mean like this season I have to take the same amount of joy, uh, uh, spend the same amount of money, all those other things to go to watch those games That's and watch the power those teams? Of the fan. That's I, your call. Why buddy. am I forced to do that as a fan if I have moral concerns and ethical concerns about the guy that they have playing quarterback? I know some of you might say, well, you could have ethical and moral concerns about anybody on a roster. Yeah, you're right. I could. And if I knew those things about every single person out there, maybe I would feel a lot differently about pro sports in general. I do happen to know this particular situation, though, fairly well because we've had a lot of it out in the press and a lot of it's been put out publicly and that's caused me to make some assumptions and make some opinions up for myself uh sean who listens to the show sean sean he said why can't anyone wait for the legal process to be done from the outside i see both arguments for and against so i'm reserving judgment very odd things both ways that that's a fine point sean and you're welcome to do what you want to i'm not telling anybody else what to do i am pointing out though if that's your position it is a bit hypocritical to then for the people who say that i'm not saying sean does but for the people who bring that up and say, why don't we let this all play out? In the meantime, yay, Browns! Like, the Browns didn't wait for the legal process, right? I mean, they they believed that it wouldn't work out that he was going to go to jail. That's the part they like. then jumped in and were like, we're good. But this whole legal process that he's referring to of lawsuits being out there, all this other stuff, that's not resolved. And the Browns were like, we have no problem making you the first player in NFL history to get complete 100% guaranteed money in the amount of $230 million. That is where you have to say, fine, I'll reserve judgment until that's all done too. But the Browns did not do that is my point. The Haslam's did not do that. They just went ahead and made a judgment without the legal process playing out. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was killed on April 9th. We have some results of the toxicology report. I'll get to that. Plus the Pied Piper of Hillbillies comments on Nick Saban. That's coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on I-71 northbound after 11th Avenue. That accident has cleared, but traffic is still slow from 670 as it recovers. Plan about a 5 to 10 minute backup in the meantime. Stuffing Report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on 6 ounces of raspberries or blackberries. Just two for $3, not through May 24th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Dwayne Haskins 
was killed on April 9th. He was on the highway. He was hit by a dump truck. You know the story. Uh, toxicology reports are out. Uh, two separate samples taken. He had levels, alcohol levels of 0.20 and 0.24. The Florida legal limit is 0.08, so he was uh, twice legally drunk. The investigation states that a Steelers official told the medical examiner's office that the night before his death, Haskins went to dinner with a cousin or friend whose name was Joey, and then they later went to a nightclub, possibly in Miami. They drank heavily, and at some point they got into a fight, separating. And then Dwayne Haskins wound up on the highway, where you know the rest. We talked about this when tragically it happened. That, you know, some people were speculating, well, what was he doing out there? Was he drunk? Was he high? Was he doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing? And you and I both had the response... What's the difference? It doesn't make it any less sad unless we found out after the fact that Dwayne Haskins was on the highway because he had just went to a kindergarten and stabbed everybody and he was running away. Then maybe that taints this issue. But whether he was troubled in his personal life or had too much to drink or took a pill he shouldn't have taken, the story is still sad that yeah. a, a young dude lost his life, a young dude who meant so much to current Buckeye football players, fans of Ohio State, you know, whether he his life was on track or not is irrelevant. That's that's for his family to sort out. What well, right. the, him being drunk on the highway doesn't take away that this is tremendously sad. I'm gonna be very gentle with the way I phrase this, but um I feel like we get into a point in sports where we commodify football players. And, you know, basketball stars, people who play professional sports that we watch. And we spend a lot of time talking about the transactions surrounding the players' contracts that we sometimes confuse. So-and-so got traded. There's $18 million on the books. It's going to cost this team this amount of money to get out of that deal. And then that gets shorthanded into this player's worth $20 million and he sucks. So this guy, man, they bought him for this amount. We've heard that phrasing all all throughout Sports, right? It's used every day. Bought this guy, traded this guy, sold this guy. No, they sold his contract. These football players, we we watch fantasy football. We play fantasy football. There's a commodity aspect to that where you're trading players and you're talking about players you'll never meet, people you never know, as if they're some line item on a spreadsheet. And for some people, they are, right? Because that's what you do if you're trading in fantasy football. But the reality is... These are actually human beings who are very complex and difficult to always understand and know. And I'm saying the media is as complicit as anyone in this. I'm not blaming fans for this and saying the media doesn't do this. Media does it as much as anyone. We lead the charge on that. But situations like this should be good reminders that we don't need to talk about players and, and have this commodification mindset where Dwayne Haskins' life is the same as Dwayne Haskins' contract or his career or his ability to throw a football. What, what he did in the NFL. That's right. irrelevant because in, a, in a story like this. We talk about football players because of their contract numbers and their stats that were thrown in our face all the time. And we say, this guy, put the numbers together, he's a failure. 
put these numbers together, he's a success. This guy cost this amount of money and he did this on the field. That is what he's worth. That is not what the player is worth. That is just what the value is in that league that we watch. That is not what a person's life is actually worth. And I feel like sometimes we talk about these guys so much in that commodity mindset that we forget, yes, it looks like Dwayne Haskins made some poor choices on the night he died. Did you catch the last two words of that sentence? He died like a person died. And we're going to sit here and have this conversation about, oh, well, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Like you're talking about him throwing an interception, right? That's where I get really frustrated. And I get really ticked off when I see that on social media. And yeah, Dwayne Haskins is someone we watched play here. But you, you go back and look up other players who have had tragic endings to their lives because they got mixed up in drugs, alcohol, gang-related violence, whatever it is. I don't know. They had a heart attack because they cheated on their taxes. I don't know. There's been lots of people who have died for very bad reasons, but that doesn't mean we have to break them down the way we, this, this situation, the way we break down whether or not a guy could play football or whether or not he threw too many picks this season. No, and I think, I think most people understand that separation, right? They can go I down, they so. can go down the wormhole of, you know, talking about stats and fantasy football and all that. And then when real life happens, they snap back into reality and say, oh my God, that's terrible. I hope so. Right? Right. But, there, but there is a small amount of people, and we have this window to the world in front of us. And it's not just fans. It's broadcasters that make $9 million that you watch on your TV, too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they forget to snap back into reality, and they're still in commodity mode. Yeah, That's the problem. Yeah. Now, I don't think that's the majority of people. I think the majority of people look at this story and say, drunk, not drunk, personal problems, successful in the NFL, it's irrelevant. It's a sad story. I feel sorry for his family. But there are certain people that always want to bring it back to how many touchdowns you threw. Right. And I, right. I don't understand that. Or, or, they, or they treat like a successful player who could do everything right on the field, let's say. But then they have a tragic ending to their life, and then it's like, oh, hush, hush, sweep that under the rug because this guy was really good. But the guy who was bad, you have no problem airing every little bit of his dirty laundry or talking about how horrible it was, right? Like, I, I, I just, I feel like, I feel like death should be separate from sports. I feel like we should move death out of that realm. You know how we talk about, but maybe that's a bigger conversation about how we actually talk about players' careers and all that stuff. That's for another day. We're not going to settle that here. But I would hope the majority of people who watch sports still can do that, can say a person dying is is not related to the way we talk about sports. And yes, Dwayne Haskins, it sounds like, made some bad decisions that night. Does that mean then that we just go, ah, well, it's like like he threw three picks and go, well, that's why they cut him. He No, he he died. It's over. It's done. Like, we should have a moment to really pause and reflect, even if it turns out some of that may have been because he made some bad choices. Now we got to get our hot takes in. Right. That's what we got to do. Got to get Got to get to the point. I, Dude, I know what you're saying, and I hope you're right. I've had multiple people come up to me in the time that that happened, because they know what I do for a living. And they've said to me, like, hey, what'd you hear? Any uh, any inside stuff on that? You hear anything in the back, back channels there? What do you got? What do you, like, like. Like, the way I have been asked in the past about, did you hear if this player's going to get traded or not? Are they going to fire that coach or not? I get the same questioning line from some people in regard to a man's death that I get about sports news. 
and it sickens me. It's just, it's, I can't take it when I get that. I just have to like shut down and go, yeah, I don't know. I not heard anything because I hadn't, but then I, I just, and then I just, I, I don't know how to talk to people who, who act like that. I really don't understand that. And if that's you today, re reevaluate a little bit, maybe where you've been, because that's not a good place to be. Paul Feinbaum. Thank you. Is the Pied Piper of the Hillbillies. He was asked for comment on Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher and all this stuff. And he's had many comments, but I saw this today because he was on Greg McElroy's show on Birmingham, Alabama Sports Radio. Here's what Paul Feinbaum had to say. I've seen more criticism of Nick Saban in the last five days than I've seen in the last 15 years. And I think that's something that's eating away at him. He knows whether he admits it, it was a mistake, it was inaccurate or inarticulate or an unforced error. He knows what he did last Wednesday night in Birmingham blew up on him. When you're a perfectionist like Coach Saban is, that drives you crazy. You understand that. You're not exactly a potted plant when you're trying to be as good as you can be. I think you have to wonder what toll this has taken. Nick Saban, for all the conversation, he doesn't care or pay attention to anything. He does care. Now, he went on to say he doesn't know if he cares because the person inside of him deeply regrets those comments or because he thinks it adversely affects recruiting. If I had to pick one, I would go with the latter. Yeah. Because that's what Nick Saban is always concerned with. I tend to think with Nick Saban, he's just one of those rare birds that... It does not matter how much money this man has. It does not matter how much he wins. It does not we we've heard the stories right where he's won his what third or fourth or whatever one he was on at the time national championship, and it's like an hour has gone by and he's begging someone to like get me a phone so I can go call the nine top recruits that we're working on for next year because a man just cannot get out of his head that like that's the number one thing he has to do at all times. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if. <laughs> Part of what frustrated him about this was that, and I would guess part of it is because, like I said the other day, he's frustrated that he let himself slip when everybody else doesn't. Like, he doesn't slip when everyone else does. that's the thing. I don't think he's concerned about his own reputation. No, 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 I think he's concerned about how this affects his football team. Yeah, and he's mad at himself because he gave the football team, like, a self-inflicted, that too, a self-inflicted wound that they did not need. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier disabled vehicle is cleared from I-71 southbound before 5th Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. You'll also find some backups on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. If your summer plans include a new job, let Express Employment Professionals help. Visit ExpressPros.com for good local jobs in a variety of roles. With 850 locations, your local Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressPros.com. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust.
Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. Do us a favor. Go subscribe to the podcast. It is free. It is anywhere you get your audio. Google, Spotify, Apple, it's there. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. You will see our cartoon faces pop up. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device, free of charge. We're running a new promotion here at the radio station. Mm-hmm. What's that? You subscribe to the podcast, Panama Ted sends you $5. Really? Well, that's very generous, Ted. That's very nice He's of you to do that. out of his own paycheck. I get a lot of petty cash, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not really do you get $5, By the you way, subscribe anyway. Petty Cash sounds like the next big Nashville star, doesn't it? Like, what's your name? Oh, my name's Petty Cash. How you doing? And he's like somehow related to Johnny, and there's just a whole thing going. That's what I view. I like to watch the uh, autopsy show on reels. That's normal. No, it's 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 a good show. Oh, don't, okay. Don't well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, what do they do? They're you know looking at celebrities who have died, but really it's just to look at their life. Oh, I thought and it was how like, they got to this point. Let's get the formaldehyde and really show you how they do it. Well, I no no no. Okay. Although I would I would sign up for that. I I don't need to see that. But, but all right. Was, I, uh, okay. Fine. This past weekend there was an episode on Audrey Hepburn. Okay. And she had cancer. She died in her sixties. But you know they're going through all the things in her life that may have contributed to her health problems. She used to go to, to Africa and do charity work in Africa. And at one point when she was down there, she was bitten by a monkey. And so they kept referring to Audrey's monkey bite. Mm, and okay. I couldn't get out of my mind that that was the perfect band name for like an up-and-coming punk band. It Audrey's does, yes. monkey bite. <laughs> Coming to Scully's. And if you could you imagine if like that was a band name and you had seen that episode of Autopsy or whatever this show is that you're talking about? And you're like at the concert going, is that no, that, is that why they named it? And then maybe you find out it is. That would be the moment you connect to that band forever. You have to join them on the road. You have to leave your family and become their roadie. I watch that show, though, and I compare all of them to me where it's like, oh, well, of course they died when they were 50, but oh, smoked. I don't smoke. I'm going to live forever. Oh, I see. So you're, you make yourself feel better. Like, I won't die like that because. Yes, that's why I watch my 600 pound life. Because mm, I, I see in reality, I've never been fatter. All of my choices are poor, but I can watch that show and say, oh, I don't have mushrooms on my ankles. I'm all right. See, I do. I'm doing the, OK. I do the opposite of that, though, where like I'll be watching the NFL draft and it's like this guy fourth round picked grandpa played in the NFL. Dad was, you know, like a power lifter. And I'm like, well, see, there you go. I didn't have. That's grandfather why, and father right? with that's all that. That's how he made that's it. That's why I didn't make it. And I'll like convince myself that not not because I'm just a poor athlete and would never make it no, no matter what. No, no. Wasn't my fault. It's it's somebody else not getting it done in my lineage. That's why I couldn't do it. I'm not going to die because right. I didn't get bitten by a monkey and I don't smoke cigarettes. There you so go. I'm never going to die inside the NFL. Common Man and T-Bones inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open 24-7 at MasheterFord.net. Bone. You should say I haven't been bit by a monkey yet. Yet. That's right. Because that may happen. You don't know. Uh, Sam Darnold, speaking of things that haven't happened yet, Sam Darnold says he can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Cool. That hasn't happened yet, but he thinks he can be. Uh, he was talking about this with David Newton of ESPN.com. He said, I'm confident I can be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, he then said, everyone, including myself, knows the situation. For me, it's focusing on, on what I can do. Okay, that's a, that's a whole lot of nothing, but 
I think what he can do is suck. I don't think he's going to be any good. He did say he's working to improve his footwork, which got chaotic during the 2021 season. So, yeah, that'd be it. That'd be a problem. But overall, I don't think footwork or no, that's going to change the trajectory. That too, the trajectory of his career. Well, he's not going to be a Zach Wilson. I'll tell him that. <laughs> that's your guy this you year. You watch out for Zach that's Wilson. That's your guy. And well, when, he, when he's awesome, you heard it here first. You know now, like, I'm, I mean, I'm rooting against him just because if I got to hear that all year about, if I got to hear you play the music for this kid and all that stuff because the Jets are somehow good. Oh, we'll never hear the end of it. And r- rightfully so, if you got that right. But it's going to be a you thing. You know what happened to him this offseason? What happened Because there's him? two types of monkey bites. There's the bad oh, kind where okay. you die. Sure. And then there's the kind that gives you supernatural powers. Oh. He got that monkey bite. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Well, maybe uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa has also gotten that monkey no, bite. he got uh, the bad monkey bite. New, new head coach Mike McDaniel said that you know he's he's trying to get the best out of his quarterback that's been the the line from him ever since he took the job but then of course he's now working with Tua Tagovailoa and talking about that uh he said on Tuesday this uh I've seen a guy that's attacking the moment a guy that really likes to play football in the process of college evaluations in the NFL it's a different conference you hear people describe a quarterback's instinctiveness it's kind of probably how it hits your ear it hit mine where that's intriguing, but I didn't quite know what that meant. And now I have a better idea of what that meant. I still don't have a better way to describe it besides instinctiveness, but you can tell the players played the position for a long time and he thinks about the game of football through the lens of the quarterback position. God, I can't wait to listen to more Mike McDaniel interviews all season long. I'm told by everybody how smart he is, and maybe he is, but man, that was a whole lot of boring. Anyway, that's what he said about Tua Tagovailoa and how good he's going to be. We shall see. Uh, this sh- I don't know why this is even really that big of news, but Christian McCaffrey, so far, they are saying not going to play in the preseason. Matt Rule told reporters on Tuesday they don't anticipate seeing him at all in the preseason because they want to give his body a break and hope that he can play more than, what, the 10 games he played last year? I was going to so, say, he's had a break for two years. Right. I don't know how many more breaks he needs, but... I get it. You why risk well, your injury prone yes. expensive running back in a meaningless game? That makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to think that he's going to play a full season because that has not been, unfortunately for him, the case so far in his career. It's too bad. Matt LaFleur was talking about Aaron Rodgers not being at OTAs. Packers head coach did say, though, that Aaron Rodgers is in great spirits. I bet he is because he doesn't have to go to OTAs. Uh, uh, LaFleur said, I talked to him last night for a while, which was great to just kind of update him on where we are and go over a few like we do every season. Always tweaks that you're going to do, but he's in great spirits and it was a great conversation. But I wouldn't anticipate seeing him at least this week. Who do you think is more interesting on the phone? Aaron Rodgers uh-huh. or Harrison Ford? Oh, they're probably just that's really hard to gauge, but I'm going to say probably Harrison Ford is is more interesting by just a You hair. think so? Only because you could occasionally ask him about Star Wars or, you know, some of these yeah, other it was movies. Really, a really good time on uh on Star Wars. Yeah. You asked about Indiana Jones. Yeah, How was, was that? A good one too. What was that like having Sean Connery as your dad? Yeah, it was, was great. That fun? He's a he's a great actor. Yeah. We used to was slap women around together. <laughs> I forgot about I forgot about that. Well, Sean, Sean Connery. Connery was of a different time. That's yes, that's that's like the magic wand that's waved over poor behaviors. Like, well, you lived in the sixties. Well, so I'm, I'm eh. just saying it was a different eh, time. You could you just know? be horrible. Sure, if you and I were in the 70s or the 60s, we'd just be 
slapping our wives. I'd too. hope not. They asked for it. I'd hope not. Jeez. And is that what happens when you go in a time machine? Is that why we've never gotten one? Yeah, because the first yeah, person that goes back, back and is start like hitting just, women. They just act like a Crow Magnon man. Is that what happens? Okay. A former NFL player is a viral sensation. Viral sensation. Mm. Viral. Viral. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build. And more delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Late Safe at Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Rapid Fire coming up at 434. Rapid Fire. Oh, man, let it breathe. We uh, got 10 more seconds there. At 534. Did I ever tell that story on the air? I don't know if you have. So we had a big boss who used to work here at the station many, many years ago. Yeah. Even before String Bean. Free String Bean, Who's yes. long since... Gone and dead. Alive, but... Alive, but not working here. Dead here. Right. Uh, boss, name was Jimmy, and Jimmy would always tell me that when the bump back music came back on, signifying the show was back from commercial, not to talk for at least 25 seconds. <laughs> you let that bump back music play, and you let it breathe. Jimmy was a southern guy from Atlanta. So I'm doing the accent the way it's supposed that's what to be he, done. Well, you knew him. That's Regardless of where, if he was from Toledo, if that's how he talked, that's how he talked. Oh, man, you got to let it breathe. And and one day I asked him, I said, Jimmy, why do you want me to let it breathe so much? He says, here's the thing, man. That music plays. They don't hear you right away. They're intrigued. They think maybe you're dead or something. Is someone going to start talking? They don't mm. know. So instead of changing the channel, they stay there because they want to make sure that you're alive. And I said to him, I said, well, I could just come on the air and not suck and give them compelling content. Right. Then they'll stick with the show. Oh, man, you can't do that. <laughs> just play the music. <laughs> All right. You're not good enough to do <laughs> that. All righty. Just let the music play. Hey, you know what? Jimmy was right. Yeah. We'd have a 30 share instead of the 20 share if I just let the music play. Man, I've never understood that. I I don't understand the idea that sometimes Let in our business, but I'm sure this happens in other businesses too, where the idea is, hey, you know, the like you could just be good, but rather than trying to do that, no, we got to fool them with a gimmick. Let's fool our customers or fool our audience or try to like some way kind of trick them. And it's like, right, but after you do the trick a couple times, won't most people go, oh, that's what this guy just yes, does, and that's annoying, see, and they'll nobody move Nobody thinks ahead. It's like these restaurants where you pull up to the restaurant, and there's 19 different signs. 
Yeah. You know, where it's yeah. like this special, that special, mention this, four ninety nine, this. And it's always some sort of special to try and get you in. At any point did you think just have really good food and you won't need all these signs? No, because then that would take too much effort. Well, in in the radio business it was the same way. And then you wonder why most of the radio stations are just dying and not making oh, yeah. any money. Because for years, radio executives, instead of producing quality programming, just programmed the tricks. Well, call now. If you're the 14th caller, you can win a million dollars. Were you actually going to win a million dollars? No. No. But you had a chance to win a million dollars. Yes, you and 72 other radio stations across the country are going to give away $1 million yes. at some point in the year. That's what people didn't realize is that you weren't just competing against listeners in your own town. Oh, no. You're, crea- you're competing with hundreds of thousands of people from millions. other radio markets. Millions, millions of, you're right. Potentially millions of other people. If you take, think about 70 cities, and it's not tiny little towns, it's the 70 biggest cities that they have, that's... That station in every one of those places, that's who, when they give you that number, you'll, you'll notice lots of times it's not a local number. It was big 1-800 number. That's why. Because they would pair it with all these other people. And yeah, someone won a million dollars. But all these other stations paid all this money in to make that contest happen. And that's why one listener out of millions would get that prize. I had this idea of what music radio was. Because my radio dream for a long time was to grow up and be a DJ on music radio. Mm. That's what I wanted to do. And so when I finally you know, became a broadcaster, that's the path I went down, trying to get that job. Then I got that job, and I realized I didn't want that job. No. Because I'm sitting there at this music station, and I'm like, all right, now I get to do what I want to do. I can talk to the people. I can throw in some interesting stories and tidbits about the music. I can play what I want to play. People call in. I have conversation. They request songs. I play what they want to play. Good times, right? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like the dream. I did that for my first shift. I sat down, thought I had a really good show. It was a three-hour shift. The next day, I'm called into the program director's office. And he said, I'm looking at the log from yesterday, man. And you're playing a bunch of songs that weren't in the playlist that Mm -hmm. I didn't have scheduled to play. Yeah. And I said, yeah, because I added some songs I wanted to play, and we got some requests, so I threw those in there. And he laughed at me and said, we don't play requests. No, no. I said, what do you mean we don't play requests? I hear it all the time. He said, no, those are fake requests. We don't really play requests. We can't let the listeners suggest what they want to listen to. What are we, Neanderthals? We can't do that. Oh, I don't know. If, like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are now aware of this. If you remember the days where radio stations said things like, we'll take your request, we're playing your request. What we used to do at one of the stations I worked at when I was a music jock was we would get a call in. Like, I don't know if I'm on from three to seven, I think was one of the shifts I used to work. Someone calls in at three thirty and is like, man, I want to hear this band and this song. And I'd be like, all right, cool, but what, what's your favorite radio station? I'd be like, oh, on, on my favorite radio station, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd hit stop on the little recording software that we had, or before that, a mini disc player. And I'd say, all right, cool, I'm going to try to get that on, but it might be a few hours. And they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, I really backed up with requests. There we weren't. It was just they wouldn't let us change it out. Yeah. So then I would wait until I'd look through the log and see, oh, yeah, 530, I'm going to play that song. And I'd save that little clip. And then I'd be like, let's go to the phones. Hey, what's up, caller? And then I knew what, the, you know, I had it all timed out. It was already done. So then as soon as they got done saying on my favorite That's radio exactly station, what you do. boom, the, the 
you hit the post and it starts singing the song and you're like, yeah, how do you know how to do that? Because it's all fake. That's how he knew. Program director looked at me because I had changed out one Pearl Jam song for another one. Because so It wasn't even that you changed out like Pearl Jam no. for Mini Pearl. You no. like put in an actual Pearl Jam song. There was one Pearl Jam song. I forget what it was. It was scheduled to play. I put another one in because I had an interesting story about this other Pearl Jam song. Good call. And it was like I shot his dog. The program director. Really? How dare you mess with my art? I curate these playlists. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, then why don't you host the damn thing? Well, no, that's what they wanted. When when this all got to the point where you and I got into it, because there used to be 20 years before we started, which is eons ago now, there were guys and gals who got paid to yes. like come in, pick the music, what? and they were great at FM it. radio was successful. Yeah, And it can be successful again if they put some money into finding people who knew what they were doing. Yeah, maybe. I, I think I think you're right. I just think most people now, they're, everybody in our business now knows that system of like, play the hits, play this three times. And how's that working hours? out for them? Sucks. As all these companies declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Is it working out? <laughs> it's not but they keep out. doing the same thing. I know. If you're going to get people away from the Spotify's and the playlists, you got to give them a reason to get away from those things. Yeah, but they don't. But no one wants to do that. It's too big of a risk. And, and why is that? Because they don't want to spend money. Well, because they don't want to spend money and they don't have any creativity. That's that's my two reasons. Anyway, this has been How the Business Works by Two Idiots. Join us for more. We probably Never. should have done these 10 minutes on like a podcast. Because <laughs> no one wants to hear this, but whatever. Well, hey, you can listen. This will also be on our podcast every day. Go subscribe and you'll get this in a podcast feed. There you go. An NFL player has become a viral sensation, probably not for reasons he wishes to be. Yeah, so this video popped up. Uh, it was at Newark Airport where a guy by the name of Brendan Langley, who apparently was a former NFL player who now plays for the Calgary Stampeders, Calgary third-round pick, right? Yeah, third-round pick from Lamar University. 2017 NFL draft. Um, but he was not going viral for any football-related stuff. He was at the New York airport, and somehow he and an airline worker for it appears to be United Airlines uh, got into a, an argument, disagreement about something. And so from what I saw of the video, it looks like the airline worker kind of comes at him after they've been they've been yelling and they're arguing. And then the airline worker's kind of aggressive towards him and it looks like took a shove or a swing. Something moved towards him like that. So the airline person was the first it, one it to make like contact. It looked like that to me, yes. And then it uh, it was Brendan Langley, the former player, who like looks around and goes, did you guys just see that? Did you just see that? And the guy keeps like, what? What are you going to do about it? What are you, nothing? And then he says, I'll do something about it. And he punches him right in the face. And this this airline worker took this punch square the side of his temple like it, i mean he got rocked and he falls back into the kiosk with a ticket kiosk where you just scan your ticket knocked one of those over gets up covered in blood he's bad in a bad way gets up and then still is trying to fight this dude and so the police are called and by this point obviously someone has to be arrested uh they arrested langley for throwing the punch and obviously there's a guy standing there bleeding and he says this guy punched me they're going to naturally assume that now the video seems to show it might have gone a little bit differently than that but uh the airline employee i believe also was fired after this so yeah not not a lot of good coming out of fighting at the airport but i i don't feel like this is totally don't throw punches at people in the airport even if they are being obstinate even if they do come at you 
But it was clearly not a self-defense situation. It was just a, that guy pushed me first, so now I can hit him. And and he won the fight. Like, he definitely won the fight. I don't know if it was the best thing to do. I saw that uh, Alec Baldwin weighed in on this on social media. I have yeah. a couple thoughts. First of all, Alec Baldwin, why are you on social media? All right, just go away. Yeah, I have no idea why. Just anything you know, to talk about on social media. I'm not media. saying go away from the earth. No, just what what requires Alec Baldwin to chime in you're, on you're anything a 60 right year now? You're 60-year-old man. You've got millions of dollars. You're an actor's actor, so I've been told. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, there has been a bit of a scandal well, with that's you over the last Alec couple years. Baldwin is going to comment on workplace violence? Eh, not is good. That, is that right? Not the place to be. Maybe run this past a PR person. That's all I'm saying. No kidding. I, I, and then if that's how I actually came across all this because I saw Alec Baldwin was trending and I thought, oh Lord, what do you do now? And I clicked on it and it was, he decided to weigh in on Twitter on someone else's unrelated thing to him. That's how you should, you should know for lots of reasons. You've got a problem. Maybe like cussing out your daughter on the phone is one of those. But also you should know that when you've had the 18 months this guy's had, where gun accidentally goes off in his hand and ends up killing someone on the set of a movie that he was, you know, part of. Maybe now's not the time. What do you think everyone's response is going to be when you put something on Twitter? They're going to be like, good point, Alec Baldwin. Glad you chimed in. No, everyone's going to be like, yeah, dude, did you shoot someone at work today? Like they're, everyone's going to make that reference. And then he's going to get mad it's and a go, no win situation Twitter's for toxic. Him. And why That's did I right. even come back? Yeah, it is. I don't know why you did. You're stupid. The end of an era could be upon us. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's bar and pizza traffic center. Good afternoon. Slowdowns expected on I-70 westbound before 670. There's an accident in that area causing some heavy backups. Traffic is slow from West Broad Street. Plan about a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Hello. Rapid Fire is coming up at 4.34. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game boner? Today we are doing real or fake IndyCar driver. I'll give you two names. Tell me which one of them is actually going to be in the Indy 500 this weekend. Uh, I have some sad news for you. What's the sad news? It's not sad. It's wonderful. I hope they wind up doing this. The NFL is working. They're discussing this. They are discussing for the first time getting rid of the Pro Bowl. They're they're trying to find ways to make it more interesting. And if they can't, then they're going to get rid of it. I know a lot of people still watch the Pro Bowl. I'm amazed at it every single year when the ratings come out. 
I think people have no standards or they're drunk or both. The same reason why Teddy watches the USFL. Right. I don't know who's watching it. Somebody is. Teddy's one of these people. Teddy, you probably watch the Pro Bowl too, don't you? I I used to watch it all the time. And the last few years, I've only kind of tuned in just to see oh, what's happening. When it's really gotten bad, how huh, the last it, couple of years? It, it has, yes. Yeah. It's anyway, it's always been bad. <laughs> Who the hell cares about the Pro Bowl? I hate it. I hate fake football. I hate half-ass football. And now it's half-speed football. It's comically bad. I don't know why anybody wants to watch it. It's a disgrace. They should yank it off television and put everybody who has been watching it in jail. Yeah. I, I agree with you that we don't need the Pro Bowl. I don't care about it. One of the things that we get annoyed with all the time is when we will watch like the list of the Pro Bowlers come out. The initial list where it's like, here's the best quarterback in this league. Here's the best quarterback in that league. And since it's this time of year, the playoffs are happening. You usually have the best quarterbacks in both leagues playing in the playoffs and so even if they're available, they usually decline to go because they'll say, sorry, I'm going to either be in the Super Bowl and I'm not going to be able to play. Or I'm tired. Or I'm tired and I don't want to play. And so then the next guy they go to is like, all right, well, here's the next best guy in the AFC and NFC. And then those two guys also are like, thanks, but no thanks. I appreciate the invite. But then all those guys eventually get it lumped onto their career as like Pro Bowl selection. And we all laugh when it's like, this guy was a 17-time pro bowler. And it's like, well, that's impressive he played in the NFL for 17 years at a decent level. But he has one all-pro selection. That's that's a much more important you know, honor than pro bowl, right? We know that if you see a guy's been an all-pro three or four times, that's a lot different than they've been a pro bowler three or four times. So I, I think the award itself doesn't really matter. The game itself, it does not matter. And you don't want to see anyone get hurt in that game because... Who cares? It doesn't matter. That game is irrelevant. It would suck if someone had a real injury in a fake football game. So then you got to go to the next level, which is why do we even play this game anyway? And the answer has always been, we hope that people will watch it on TV. And that's the only thing that keeps it alive, in my opinion. Vince Young made two Pro Bowls. Right. That's my point. I'm not talking about Vince Young from the Texas Longhorns. No. I'm talking about NFL. NFL. Vince Young went to two Pro Bowls. That's... Exactly right. And was he ever the best quarterback in any in any conference he was in? Here, no. here was a Vince Young average season. Okay. All right. When you take all his stats as a starting quarterback, you combine them, average them out. 2,025 yards, 13 touchdowns, 12 picks, mm. with a QB rating of 75.7. Different era, Mike. That man went to two <laughs> super or two uh, Pro Bowls. Two Pro Bowls, yeah. Pro Bowl does not matter. No. Give me the all pro numbers. Give me those guys. And if you, they're going to do this ceremony. They've been doing it right. The NFL awards ceremony. I, I think as many people would tune in to watch that as would watch the pro bowl. Honestly, I, if, if you got rid of the pro bowl completely and just said, this is the only place you get awards. This is the only thing you're going to care about. People would still tune into that. Derek Anderson went to the pro bowl too. Oh, I forgot Your guy. about that. Yeah, yep, he did. 2007. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good year. Hey, good news. Patriots quarterback Mac Jones in the best shape of his life. Wow, that's something. Best shape of his life. Never seen that. We've never heard any quarterback or really any football player in the offseason be talked about that way, so this must be special. Well, and and what has people excited or sad, depending on how you look at this, he's worked out so hard in the offseason, everybody says his stomach is gone. 
Oh, he had a little bit of a, a paunch. Yeah, a little bit of there. a paunch, sure. But uh, that's gone now, and now he looks like prime Dolph Lundgren. Oh, is that right? Yes, with the roids or no? He's roided up. Oh, roided up, roided Good. up. He's got himself a Fantastic. buzz cut blonde girlfriend as well, <laughs> and he just killed Apollo Creed. That is that is an underrated aspect of uh, Rocky Four that we don't talk about much. Is why why did they have to have like matching haircuts in that movie? I never understood that. Well, I mean, that was the style back then. I guess if you were a scary Russian, I guess. right? They just everyone had to have flat top blonde hair. That's you know, I what was they thinking did. what we need to do because you know Russia's in the news. Breaking news. I, I I've heard what we should do is send Sylvester Stallone over there. And he could turn public opinion. Because oh. remember, he went into that fight. They were all against him. They were all pro-Drago. Yes. But then they saw how Stallone fought. Well, he wasn't Stallone. He was Balboa. No, Rocky how Rocky Balboa, Balboa yeah. fought. And mm-hmm. then the tide turned, and they were cheering for him. He kept taking punches and should have lost, but never, never fully gave up. And then at the end, what did he say? Those famous words. If I could change... And you could change. Maybe we all could change. And they were like, we understand your English perfectly, Rocky Balboa. Thank you. <laughs> but, well, you there was turned... a translator there. Sure. There was someone translating spoke, to the crowd. But he spoke from the heart and they understood. He didn't need a translator. It was all emotion. If you go back and watch that movie, and look, I, I understand that the Rocky movies hold a special place for a lot of people. And they do for me, too. But that movie in particular, a lot of people will say that Rocky Four was the best of the franchise because well, they remember Drago and Apollo well, Creed getting killed and all of that. It depends what you're going to these movies for. But if you, if you go back and rewatch that movie, there's maybe two pages of plot. Oh, yeah. There's no plot. No, the plot at that point, we were if we were full on Cold War in this country where everyone still in panic of Cold War where everyone basically was doing movies along the lines of what if we had an American go to Russia and stick it to the Soviets? That was pretty much, that was your plot. That was it. And and then it's the montage of him training in Siberia. Was that also the one where he gets in the sports car and that was like another five minute music montage of him just driving around with his thoughts? It might've been, I can't, I actually, I can't remember if, that would have been four, not five, because by five he only five, had he didn't stuff. Have any, five, he didn't well, have he had money. stuff very early, right? And then he lost it all during Maybe the that movie. Was three, where he's in the sports car. I don't think three. Three was where we had the beach montage with him and Apollo Creed yes, running on. They right. did the long no, race. No, there was four too. There were two montages. There was the training and the training montage. And I then remember. there was the "I'm driving around in my sports car" to the '80s song because he was thinking about whether or not he should get back into it. It was no, he was thinking about Apollo Creed dying. That's right. I forgot. Yes, that's about right. That. He was thinking about Apollo dying and whether he should accept the challenge. Yes, and then he goes to Siberia right. and then does he goes more Siberia, training and, and then more there's montage. another montage. But he has to fail first in Siberia. He gets to where he wants to quit and then they're like, "All right, now he's going to really train." I'm I'm done with Rocky at this point, however. And I'm quite sure uh, what's his name? Who was the actor that played Paulie? Teddy, what oh, was his name? I don't remember his name. Does that, <sighs> but Ted, man, it looked like if you had no just, idea. If you had if said, Rothman was there, he'd know the answer. If you had said, Ted, everything you've ever said on this show was worthless, and I wish you didn't work here. Ted could not have been more offended than right there, where you're like, Ted, 
Who is the actor that played Polly? The look he gave was like, how the hell am I supposed to, why did you even say that to me? It's Burt Young. Burt Young. I, Burt I thought Young. it was Burt Ward, but then that that's Robin. No, that's different. Burt Ward is Robin, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, Burt, good job, Ted. Burt Reynolds is neither of these people, just so you know. So what I was going to say was, if they come out with a new Rocky, mm. where it's just Stallone as Balboa, killing Pauly to music, yeah. then I would watch that's it. That's what you... <laughs> No plot there either. Paulie from Rocky is the worst movie character of all time. I know some of you are probably saying, what about Jar Jar Binks? What about this? No. No. Paulie from Rocky, the worst movie character of all time. He has no redeeming qualities. I don't know why Rocky keeps him around. Even after Adrian was dead, he was hanging around with Paulie. Makes no sense. Paulie making a big scene at Adrian's grave. I wanted Rocky to pick up a headstone and beat him to death with it. I hate Pauly. I wish that Pauly's sex robot would have killed him. Are we sure it was the sex robot? I thought it was just well, a what regular... did Pauly want it well, for? true enough, right. What did he want it for? He used it for sex. <laughs> the robot was like, that's not what that port is for, sir. And he's like, you just shut up. Let me do what I got to do here. Rapid fire coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. All right, watch out for an accident on I-70 westbound before 670. It is causing some heavy slowdowns in that area. Traffic is stop and go from central and still continues to build. About a 10 to 15 minute backup is expected. Keep an eye out for the police on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on six ounces of raspberries or blackberries. Just two for $3 now through May 24th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Rapid fire coming up in mere moments. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Bone? We're going to do real or fake Indy 500 driver. From this year, not just all of history. You only have to know the Indy 500 drivers from this particular race coming up this weekend. Uh, my buddy Joe Tardy was talking about Rocky Four with me during the break. Okay. And he said, I'm selling it short. There were three montages. Three? In Rocky Four. Man, it's been a while since I've seen Rocky Four. apparently. I do not remember. There was the driving montage with the music video, and then there were two training montages. Wow. Yeah, there's no story in Rocky Four. It's just, well, the, the story was beat the Russians, and then how do we get there and make it an hour and a half or whatever it ended up being? Maybe two hours was that movie? I don't no, know. No, I think they struggled to reach 90 minutes. Oh, really? Even with all of that. Oh, wow. That's too bad. I love it. I, I don't love, care. I'm, I'm more of a Rocky Three guy. Because of the beach scene? Beach scene's great. The whole Mr. T thing, because I just was a Mr. T fan growing up as a kid. I didn't care he was a bad guy. I was rooting for I'll him. I'll tell you what, when Mick was dead in that stairwell, that was a scene. 
Was he dead in the stairwell? Well, he had a heart attack, right? He died in, 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 the, in the, yeah, in the locker room, and then Rocky's And like, then he put him on top of the trainer's table. Yes. And then he right. died. Then he died. Yeah, that yeah. was a thing. Burgess Meredith, right? And if you go back and watch that, he was like in his 60s. Oh, I know. He looked like he was 100 years old. <laughs> Burgess Meredith had Barbara Bush syndrome. He always he looked like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he played Penguin in the original Batman. That's right. And he always had that, like, I don't think he ever got unfrozen from where his mouth had to hold that cigarette. Because it just was that way. It was like, rah, rah, get out of here. Like, he just had that corner of his mouth thing the rest of his life. Rapid fire. Let's do it. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy, rapid fire number one. Well, the Big Ten still had divisions in 2023. They yanked the conference games off of the the schedule, off of the websites. I think they've made up their mind. I think the answer is going to be no. Yeah, We're not going to have divisions. I agree with you. My answer to the question is no, there will not be divisions next season. This season, yes, of course, the schedule's yes. already done. But yeah, I think it's all up in the air for next year, and I think that will go away. Rapid fire number two. All right. Deshaun Watson is the first NFL player to receive a fully guaranteed contract. Which NFL player will be the next to get a fully guaranteed contract? It will, of course, happen. You know, I'm reading all these stories about, you know, Deshaun Watson's problems with these women notwithstanding. A lot of owners are pissed off that the Haslam's gave $230 million guaranteed to anybody, not just Deshaun Watson. But there will be another owner that does it because they're desperate to either keep one of their guys or go out and get somebody else. You know who I can see doing it? I can see the Ravens doing it. Because things are becoming a desperate situation with Lamar Jackson. They have not had advanced talks. They don't know what the plans are going to be after this season's over. I can see Lamar Jackson coming out having a fantastic season, and the Ravens feel like they have no choice but to give him an all-guaranteed contract. That might be... I was going to say it actually stays in the state of Ohio. And I know this organization doesn't typically do things like that's, this. That's but what I thought of. And I the, thought the Bengals think, will never do it. Well, they, they may, in the past, they may have never done it, but they cannot afford to lose Joe Burrow. They know that. I could see them ripping up that contract as soon as they have a chance to and saying, doesn't matter. We want to show you and the league and everyone we're different now. Come play for the Bengals where we take care of our players as they like, tender everybody else like all the franchise tags they can but joe burrow i could see being the other guy that gets that done rapid fire number three which nfl divisional champion from last season is most likely to repeat and which one is least likely to repeat all right so we had the bills right Mm -hmm. the Bengals, the titans the chiefs the cowboys the packers buccaneers won their division well yeah i mean the yeah buccaneers and the rams uh, I'm going to say the most likely to repeat, just because I don't like anybody else in the division, is Teddy's Cowboys. Uh, hmm. Least likely, probably the Titans, but then again, who's going to take it from them? Well, that's I don't where, really like anybody else in that division. That's where I'm at with the Bills, though. It's like I don't feel like the Patriots, they'll be better, but I don't think they're going to be as good as what the Bills still are. I don't feel like. You know, anybody else coming from the AFC East is going to be able to do that. Yeah, I know. Your your Jets, I know. Is that not my Jets? Stop with the my Jets. Your Jets are going to get it done. I'm looking at Zach Wilson, and I think that he, as a grown man toddler, could show me something. Mm, You think so? Let's see. I will will say. I'm actually. Who's least likely to? I, uh, I feel like 
I guess I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Titans on that one just because I just don't think they're going to be very good. But I don't know who's going to take it from them. That's the problem. Anyway, this is mm. not deep thoughts. No, this is it's rapid just, fire. I don't think they're going to do it. Rapid fire number four. Yesterday, our guy Jason Stark said lettuce shouldn't be on any burger. What would you put on your perfect burger? That's a tricky question. See, when I go for a burger, I usually, if I've never been to a place before, if I'm going to judge a burger, I get it the same way every single time. American cheese, pickle, and onion. No sauces, no condiments. That's it. That's how I judge the burger. If I enjoy that burger, then I may branch out into some of their more creative offerings. Sauces, toppings. But I guess my perfect burger is the simple one. American cheese, pickle, onion. Hmm. Yeah, my my I'm number one gonna say I need not one thick burger, I want two thin patties. Oh, see, I'm with you there. I do not want to give me thick. a smash burger yeah. any day. Flat top cook smash burger. Two of those right on top of each other. Then I'm gonna go with yeah, just a plain... I'll go piece of cheddar, not American, upgrade of the cheddar, but right. I want shredded lettuce, a very thin slice of tomato. I don't need a big, thick slice, but I want it to still have some crunch and some kick to it. Red onion, mayo on a... What I what do they call those? Like floated, where they put the butter or mayo, whatever they put on it, and put it on the flat top for a minute, and then it gets that little crunchy, toasty underneath. I want that, and I want sesame seeds on top. That's mm. my dream burger right yeah, there. pretty good. Rapid fire number five. Okay, what was your favorite store to visit at the mall? I have one selection that you could probably guess what it is. The other one you probably will not. Um, I used to love to go to Camelot Music. Oh, right. You know, sure. I used to get CDs, and I used to love to browse, and everything was super expensive, but Camelot Music, that was my place. The other place I used to love to go to at the mall, not because I bought anything or could afford to buy anything, but I just liked the atmosphere I liked feeling like important people were there. I enjoyed Marshall Fields. Oh, when department stores used to be classy, and your grandmother would go there, right? And a sweater cost two hundred dollars. And yes, I know they still have those places now, the expensive department stores. But there was a there was an old timey regal feeling about an old Marshall Fields. Then Macy's came in and bought it and ruined everything. But. I, well, you know what? Along those same lines, Sears, now that you mentioned that, Sears was kind of interesting to me back in the day because it was the only store I remembered being able to go into and smell like, I like in one part of the store, you're in like, there's sweaters and there's shirts and mm-hmm. pants and all that stuff. And then another part of the store, there's lawn equipment and you would smell like the rubber from the brand new tires. And I like that smell, like that everything was, you know, like outdoor stuff. Uh, that was kind of neat. But my favorite to go to as a kid was easy. KB Toys. I mean, I, I'm thinking back to when I was a little kid, but just walk into KB Toys. The IOAs were never big enough, but you get in there and you just find, you know, like Ninja Turtles, the whole section of Ninja Turtles. I, I love that. Teddy, what's your answer? Favorite store at the mall? I was a big fan of like the bookstores, actually, like Walden Books or um, B. Dalton. Just go in there and hang out for, you know, a while and just... Look at the books, and that's what, what about I like. Spencer Gifts? I worked at Spencer Spencer's. Gifts. Spencer's. Another one that was cool was um, what was it called the Sharper Image. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sharper Image. They fun. had the nobody coolest... ever bought anything from <laughs> no, there. You went no. and looked at all the gadgets. Yeah, it was so expensive, but it was just cool. All the different electronical gadgets and things they had. I did enjoy as a kid because I was a very sheltered child walking past Victoria's Secret for reasons. <laughs> but that would not. We didn't visit it, obviously. But every time like that was out there, I would just like 
as a kid, I was like, well, I'm not going to see this again for a while, so I might as well take a look. Some people are trying to make a dream team reality. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-70 westbound to 4670. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual backups. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Print Marketing Services help small business print big with wide format signs and banners. Right now, get $10 off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Offer ends on July 2nd. Visit staples.com slash this is your sign for details. This is your sign to print big at Staples. Only the NRA with fan traffic. This- I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. Which Memorial Day weekend movie release are you more excited about? Top Gun Maverick or Obi-Wan Kenobi? This is a question for other people. Well, you know which one I'm excited about. Because I'll be at home watching Autopsy on Reels Channel. Well, Obi-Wan Kenobi's not in theaters. Oh, it's not? Or the Ken- Kenobi. That's, I think that's what it's called, right? Just Kenobi. I'm just that's, reading the question, that's man. Disney, I have no that's idea Disney what it's called. called. I'll, be, I'll be watching that. I know what Ted's answer is, too. Top Gun, right, Teddy? Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, can't blame you. My guy. Oh, your guy, huh? You, you keep Tom Cruise, my guy. Yeah, I, I got that. That's what I figured you meant. I didn't think you meant John Hamm, for whatever it's worth. Tom Cruise is an interesting guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Breaking news? Are we <laughs> no, just, is that I mean, all you're going to leave out there? Is he's an interesting guy? Is that, and again, I don't know why I'm surprised, because this is a group of people that, you know, Will Smith went up there and slapped somebody, and they gave him a standing O that night. But mm. you know, I just saw that Tom Cruise was somewhere, I don't know, where actors were, and they gave him a standing O, too. And that's one of those things where it's like, I, I understand you like the guy's movies. I get it. But Tom Cruise is a really interesting guy, and interesting, not good, in a lot of ways. Right. I, I, <laughs> I don't understand, but I mean, again... For people who just like the movies, right? You just—I don't know that I would give anybody a standing, a standing right. ovation in thinking, real life. Who would I give a standing O to? I'd probably be uncomfortable giving a standing O to anyone. All right, let's say right after the Sox won the World Series, you are in a place in Chicago where a bunch of Sox fans are, and you are gathered for the purposes of celebrating the baseball team, and Ozzy Guillen walks in. You'd probably give, or, or uh, name name your guy from that team, right? But I mean, I'd pro- I'd, I'd, I'd cheer, I'd clap. I don't well, that's know what if, I mean. If it was hey. a seated event, would I stand up and give anybody a standing ovation? I, I just, don't know that I would. I'm saying like at a bar, I could see, because bars, there's a lot of standing and sitting from time. You know, it's I not guess. like at a, not like at a seated formal dinner where everyone's sitting down. That type of place I could see, you know, 
someone that you really appreciated something they did, maybe in that context, but that's still weird. You know, I'm not giving a standing O. Who's that? The Florida Panthers. Despite winning the President's Trophy, they were finished off, swept out by the Tampa Bay Lightning last night. Mm. That's a shame to see. Ah, You hate to see that. Mm -hmm. Too bad. So Tampa Bay and John Cooper Motor Works move on to the next round. And I saw that Nick Foles reunites with Frank Reich, signs a deal with the Colts. Of course, they were together in Philly when they won the Super Bowl. A little uh, Philly special going on. That's right. Yeah. That's um, all right. That's here's fine. my question to you, because obviously they went out and traded for Matt Ryan. Will Nick Foles start a game for the Colts this season? I'd say there's a possibility of that happening. I'll say a good probability, not because Matt Ryan's going to necessarily be bad. He's just, he's old. Maybe he gets hurt. Something happens. Yeah, I could see that. Teddy? Does Nick Foles start a game for the Colts this season? I was going to say the same thing that Bone did just because, you know, guys get injured all the time. How many quarterbacks go through the whole season starting every game? So I don't think it'll be because Matt Ryan's bad, just because they'll need somebody. That to sounds like in. a research project for you. Oh, boy. How many quarterbacks started all 17 games for their team last season? I'll hang up and listen for your answer. Mm. All right, I'll have you that just, for you tomorrow. No, listen, go get it for you me, love Teddy. To do, you love to do homework assignments, not actual homework. You, For someone who hated homework, you give a lot of it out. Uh, some people are trying to make a dream team a reality, and then I'm going to ask about if this would really be a dream team. First of all, I don't think this is going to happen, but I've read articles the last couple days about how the Nets should try to get LeBron from the Lakers in a trade. Sure. They don't think it's likely, but they should try. So then you would presumably have LeBron, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie all on the same team. Right. And the the, the thinking there is that that team would be unstoppable. My question to you is, would they be? I, I really don't know that it would be because the problem tends to be with LeBron-centric teams. Not the, I mean, on that particular team at this moment... I, I don't know that LeBron is the best player in this point of his career, but then again, Kevin Durant's had his issues too. Overall, I think the problem becomes with all three of those guys, you'd have to have the buy-in like the Warriors have where you move the ball around and everyone commits to playing defense. And Kevin Durant's an excellent defensive player. LeBron's been an excellent defensive player over his career. I just don't know how many other of the role guys you can afford when you have three guys making what those guys would be. I just don't know how that would possibly work out and how all those minutes would be dispersed. On paper, it looks great because all those guys play, you know, can put a ton of points in, but you have to have offensive efficiency. And I don't know how that works when all three of those guys are going to want the ball in their hands. Yeah, it seems like on paper that's cool, but even the big three, the original big three that started all this up, with you know LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Look at all three of those guys. LeBron was entering his like nexus of being the greatest player of his generation, all that. Dwayne Wade was tailing towards the end of his career. Not there yet, but certainly he was an established... He was on the back nine. He was an established star who didn't have to be the centerpiece as far as every single possession. And Chris Bosh knew he wasn't. Yeah, and Chris Bosh was a great defensive player who added plenty of points and minutes and all that stuff. But he did a lot of the other things to pick it up. This is different. All three of those guys are all presumably like the number one option on most teams. And they're all three going to be together. I I don't see how that works. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions. There's a crash blocking the right side in the ramp lanes from Route 315 to 270 eastbound. Plan on some heavy backups in this area as they try to get things cleaned up, and caution is advised here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessett are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Gonna take some gasoline, burn her house down. We had asked Teddy... How many NFL quarterbacks played all 17 games last year? The answer is 11. Well, that's interesting. I mean, Ted in the break was saying that's more than he thought would have played all 17 games. That's fair. But it's still barely a third of the league. And then if you take into account, because what was the number, Ted, of guys who played 16 games? which is Six more. Okay, so 17 total. So, yeah. A little more than half the league played... The full, well, played 16 or more games. Maybe some got benched because it's like, ah, it's week 17 and, you know, we don't want to risk this guy. Playoffs are coming up, that kind of thing. I think that was like a Joe Burrow one. I don't think he played the last week, did he? Right. So probably you had a decent number of the guys who did that were probably playing on teams that ended up being playoff teams or being pretty good. I mean, I, I, I am, I, I stand by the discussion when we were talking about Matt Ryan. I think it's very likely. Uh, you name any quarterback. Do you think the backup's going to play this year? I think you got a 50-50 shot of that. So, yeah, well, I'd, we, I'd go ahead and take that. We see we have more than a 50-50 shot. Only right. 11 quarterbacks played the entire season last year. Oh, I know. I'm just saying it's a little more when you realize some of those guys could have played 17. They probably just got benched for the All right, that's you know, fine. playoff situation. But I, I say this every single offseason. These teams that go in with jabronis and no plan at backup quarterback. Yeah. You know, nothing. I mean, your your season is done. If you want to, if your all pro quarterback goes down and you've got, I, I hate picking on this guy, but Geno Smith. Sure. Right. We, we've seen it before. We've seen Russell Wilson go down and Geno Smith comes in and there's no comparison. Now, I'm not saying you just go pick up another Russell Wilson. They're hard to come by. But there are veteran quarterbacks like Nick Foles. Yeah, that you could plug into a situation like that. The Bills did it last year. Now, I think Josh Allen probably was one of those guys that played all 17 games last year. But they went out and they got Mitch Trubisky, who was Josh Allen light. Right. He did what you needed him to do in that offense. Now, he wasn't going to be as good as Josh Allen, but you don't change everything that you do by bringing in a backup quarterback that had no plan. When the Chiefs were doing what the Chiefs do, it's like, oh, Pat Mahomes is dead. Who's our backup quarterback? Chad right. Henney. 
right is our backup quarterback how how do you do that but you know that's the that's the bizarre thing about all that though is i i'm i'm not saying chad henney is a great quarterback but chad henney actually could like make a few plays for you and was okay in spot duty no one compares to pat mahomes right but here's i think why that happens where what i'm saying about chad henney is he should have been out of the league from an age standpoint but yet he's still getting a check why because he was a halfway decent backup, like never thought about this guy as a starter for more than five seconds. Everyone knew what he was going to do, including him. But when you can accept that role and be that guy pretty much your entire career, it makes it a little easier to to hop into those situations. I wonder this, Mike, why don't more teams take a fifth or sixth round pick and say, we're drafting a quarterback and the entire purpose of drafting this dude is to make him the next 10 year backup guy at our at our on our team not the i well if he everything changes and breaks right who knows now like this guy knows everyone knows go take all the the mental preparation you need you know get the sports psychology people to come in and talk to him about like you're going to sit here for you know 2 years and then suddenly it's going to be a playoff game in 30 degree weather and you have to go out there and make some plays are you ready for that like why wouldn't you we do that with everything else you you draft now we're drafting kickers in the fourth round fifth round like these positions that used to be looked at as like ah not that important well they are you can't you you need an edge everywhere why wouldn't you have a backup guy that you're like we don't know who our quarterback is going to be year to year but we definitely know who the backup is because we've got the solid backup dude who's going to come in here and just that's what he's going to be okay with bone we have some more tickets to give away a pair of tickets to see tom segura live at the palace theater on sunday may 29th get tickets now at cbusarts.com what do you want to do teddy you want to do phones you want to do twitter again i'll do what you want um let's uh let's do the uh phone today and like tomorrow maybe we'll push it back to twitter okay 614-821-9710 caller number 10 how about that? All right. That's, gets the that's Gene good. slash Tom Segura tickets. <laughs> there you go. Uh, some sad news for Nebraska fans. Sad news number one, your football team sucks. Sad news number two, uh, Nebraska will suspend its tradition of releasing red balloons after the first touchdown of home games due to a global helium shortage. I did not know there was a global helium shortage, but... I wasn't aware of that either. Apparently, it, it they say it pertains to... Sanctions against Russia, among other things. We get a lot of helium from Russia? Apparently we do. I I was not aware that that was one of the big places to get helium from. But They're also going to suspend the tradition of just throwing balloons up in the air that are filled with baby formula. Mm. (laughs) That's been (laughs) suspended as well. Can't get that either. They did say, though, that I guess like the University of Nebraska, the health system there, because they have a hospital, like most universities are affiliated with some hospital, they... They have been using, they've been struggling to get helium for like medical purposes where they actually do need to use it in a variety of different equipment and things like that. So they said, if we're going to have a helium shortage, we are not going to waste the helium on these balloons. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, makes sense, I guess. I I didn't, also wasn't aware that in 2016, a Nebraska man filed a lawsuit against the university claiming the balloons posed a health hazard to young children and wildlife after they returned to the ground. Nebraska's student government in November voted to end the tradition. Oh. Although they do not oversee game day events. So they weren't going to be listened to, but now they don't have the helium, so now they're not going to do I it. I wonder if they'll ever bring it back. Like, I, I'm guessing they may just say, and that's gone now, and everyone 
probably gets over it after a few games. And when they don't score to like the fourth quarter anyway, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> so they're holding those damn balloons the entire game. The helium's gone down. It's like, yeah. The balloons won't even float anymore. Everyone in the stadium is like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. I wish we could leave. This sucks. Blah. Like they're just all sucking in on the helium. That's all gone now. They're, they'll be done with it. And then I bet after a few years, they'll just say, yeah, we don't really miss it. Let's just never do that again. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Uh, Baker will not attend Brown's OTAs. They are voluntary. Um, If I were Baker, I would make this as uncomfortable as I possibly could. I would be at the facility every single day working out. I would show up at OTAs and all the voluntary activities. If I'm still on the roster for training camp, I would show up then too. Yeah, I I I think we're reaching a point with this Baker situation because obviously he's not showing up to OTAs. These are not things that you are required to go to. However, there will come a point where for his contract to kick in, he would be required to show up, right? I unless, assume- unless he has an excused absence from the team. Well, of course. So... Could you? <laughs> I don't think the Browns would do this, but would it not be somewhat hilarious and typical Browns if they were like, yeah, yeah, you don't want to be here. We don't want you to be here. Oh, looky, you've missed all this time. Well, I guess we'll just find now we can get rid of you because you didn't come to tr- camp. Like I'm saying, if I'm him, I want it in writing that if I don't show up, you pay me like this is not going to affect anything. Like I want that in writing from my manager that I have the OK to take vacation here. I just want to know. Because they've shown to be a little petty with him. I wouldn't blame him if he said, unless you tell me in writing I'm not to come and I'm guaranteed all my money, then I'm going to show up. So I would think either it gets to the point where they have moved him on or if he's still on the roster for some inexplicable reason, they'd have to have something in writing that says you are not supposed to be here and you are still getting paid specifically not to be here. And then that presents a whole other line of questions. I assume... The entire Browns organization will be watching HBO Real Sports tonight because tonight is the night, 10 o'clock, where the report airs where Soledad O'Brien interviewed uh, two of the alleged victims that are suing Deshaun Watson. They're going to tell their story. And there are some people who need to see the story told to them. They need to see the emotion on the faces of these people to determine... I don't know, if they thought wrongdoing occurred. Now, I think it's pretty safe to say that Sean Watson is not going to jail for this, but that still doesn't mean you have to feel good if you're a Browns fan about your team giving them $230 million. There's still a lot we don't know about this. We've seen some stuff in writing. We've seen the the lawyers bickering back and forth. We haven't really seen a camera on one of these women telling their stories. And so it's going to be a big night for Deshaun Watson's people and the Browns people tonight. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, a thing that it's a bed that they've made, right? The Browns have made this bed for themselves, and I I hope they catch tons of blowback for this. They are the ones who decided to to make this happen and bring Deshaun Watson in. For those who would say, well, why aren't you letting the legal process play out? Or alternately, maybe you're saying it has played out, and Deshaun Watson was brought his case brought before two grand juries, both declined to indict him on any charges. What do you have a problem with? I'm not saying he deserves to be in jail. You're right. There's a lot of unknowns with this particular situation. We are dealing with a lot of, you know, testimony of people because there aren't cameras, rightfully so, in a lot of the places where this would happen. 
there's no there, there's not a lot of physical evidence that you can point to in this situation. But uh, 22 people on one side of this argument are saying this happened, and and one person on the other side is saying every one of those other people is lying about this situation. Not that they're all liars. Not that they've never. They're all you know just lying and everything. They're lying about me in this one situation. Maybe that is the case, but it is hard for me to ignore the number of people all having the same story. Toxicology reports say that Dwayne Haskins was drunk when he was hit and killed back in April. Um, He was more than twice the legal limit. The investigation determined that he was out with either a friend or a cousin and he argued, they were drinking, they went their separate ways, and then he wound up on the highway and tragically died. And we heard from people when this originally happened saying, well, what was he doing? He was taking something he wasn't supposed to take, he was drinking something he wasn't supposed to drink, and you and I both said at the time, all right, let's say that's true. Let's say that, you know, he was high on something or he was drunk when he was on the highway. He still died. Man still lost his life. What does that have to do with anything? What is the meaning of tragedy to you? It's still a sad story. Uh, Right. Yeah, right. Have that be a teaching moment with your kids. Hey, kids, don't get drunk and run on the highway. But it happened to this guy. It doesn't take away from the sadness of this story. Mike, remember, I, I remember growing up as a kid, and this has been pointed out by many others smarter than me. I'm just bringing it to attention. There have been... You know, crack the crack epidemic was a thing for years and years and years throughout our culture. And there would be a lot of people who felt that was a tragedy. But there were a lot of people, too, who said, ah, well, you know what, druggy, get oh, that's what you get for getting into drugs. All this stuff I grew up with in the 80s hearing was like, ah, if you do drugs, that's what happens to you. And now we've we've come a little bit further, I think, as as humans, I hope, where we've seen, you know, fentanyl epidemic and, and all these other epidemics that have happened in the last few years where people are still dying of drug overdoses. And we've, I think many of us have learned like, regardless of why that's tragic. Maybe you say, well, I would never do that type of thing. So that would never happen to me. Fine. But it happened to these people and it's tragic. People lost their lives that were not very old. It's sad, right? In this case with Dwayne Haskins, he did something that none of us would recommend. You know, it, it, I don't, it appears he was in a car at some point. I don't know if he was driving or not. What have you? It's not for me to, I don't know, but I know he got out of the car and walked across the freeway while being drunk and tried to hail someone, flag someone down to get them to come help. And tragically, that's where his life ended. That's that's the key word there. Tragedy. It's sad because of how it happened. It is a is a terrible thing. Be a terrible thing, too, if he had been drinking at home and fell and hit his head and died. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, like. Let's focus on what actually did happen here. A young man with a lot of promise left in his life lost it, and we'll never get to see that promise through, and that's that's sad. Common Man and T-Bone's The Rundown. The Rundown. T-Bone's favorite guy is starting a new business. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some delays on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is building in that area. And I-70 downtown split westbound between the 71-315 west split and the 71 east split. Traffic is backed up there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. These guys are a big deal. And by big deal, I mean cheap and fat. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up. At 534, what's the game, Boner? Uh, today we're doing a game show, Real or Fake Indy 500 Driver. Sorry I'm a little distracted, Mike, because I just saw this story. and I, I don't know whether to laugh at it or whether just to scratch my head at it. I, don't, I guess I don't fully understand it enough to make a whole delineation on it, but here's the story I saw. Actor Seth Green, who's done many a project that I'm sure you've watched or enjoyed, Seth Green has one of these bored apes. Board Ape is one of these NFTs. It's a picture. He bought the rights to it. He owns this NFT, right? Okay. Well, except now he doesn't because I guess apparently earlier this month, he was robbed of several NFTs. He claims after succumbing to a phishing scam where somehow the person got the login and info for his encrypted NFTs. They then took them over he does not have access to them, and he's been wondering who did this or how to get them back or whatever. Uh, can I ask a stupid question? Yeah, go ahead. And you don't know the answer to this. I'm sure you don't. But if someone gets the password to my bank account right, and steals all sorts of... I actually had this problem where somebody stole some money from me. I got in touch with a fraud department at my bank. Yeah. They investigated, and I eventually got my money back because it was taken from me. Is there some sort of NFT investigative division? I mean, they're still stealing from you. They're stealing money from you. But is this like the Wild West where it's like, well, what are you going to do? Finders keepers. Or can you go after your property because it was stolen from you? That's a great question. I don't know. Have you ever seen, I'm guessing not, the kids movie on Disney called, that Disney made called Big Hero 6? No. There's a part in this movie where this like kid inventor comes up with these little tiny micro robots and throughout the plot, he loses the robots, right? And he thinks they all burned up in a fire. Then he finds out there someone has actually stolen some of these robots and is making a bunch of them. So he goes to the police and tries to explain to the police in this fictional land and time, hey, uh, my micro robots got stolen and it was a guy wearing this type of mask. And the police guy is like taking the report going, all right, so your micro bots got stolen. Like, the kid did make all these things, and it's a real thing that happened to him in this movie, but no one in an authority position understands what the hell he's talking about, and they can't help him, right? Like, because the technology is so fresh and new that this kid made, they've never heard of it, they don't understand it, they know what to do. Could you go to your local, like, could he go to the LAPD and be like, someone stole my NFT, and they're like, so what is that again? Explain it. How do I find it? Like, Even if they do understand what it is, is there a process... I don't to know. go about recovering it and charging the person that stole it from you. 
Well, all you ever hear from the NFT people is it's the most secure thing ever. It's encrypted. It's encrypted. No one could ever get it because it's encrypted. Until it's not. I'm just saying, I had money stolen from me, and my money was returned. That's right. Eventually. Well, yeah, because there's an agency that's in charge of dealing with all that. Each of these big banks has that, and then there's government rules on top of that. Right. This may be the wave of the future. I doubt it, but it may be. Currently, it doesn't seem like the system is set up to protect your investment. No, it's it up does to not. you to pr- protect it. Yeah. Um, so Seth Green had these NFTs stolen. One of them he was planning on basing a animated series around one of these NFTs he owned the rights to. Here's the problem. Due to copyright law, now that he has lost this collection, uh, lost, stolen, however you want to phrase that, right? Apparently someone else bought these lost slash stolen items from the person who stole them. Yes, it sounds like. So he now does not have the commercial rights to one of these characters that he was going to use in this animated series. So they're saying that animated series has stalled because he can't get the rights back to this thing. And no one in Hollywood is saying, yeah, let's go ahead and put all this money into it. And then we're going to get sued for copyright. No, we don't want to do that. We're. It makes no sense to me because like, if you're making Knight Rider back in the day or the A-Team and they steal the van... You know, or like the you know Kit from Night Rider, they steal that car. If the LAPD or whoever finds that car, they're like, "Oh, hey, here's your car back because you said it was stolen. We found it. Go on making your show." That would be something that would happen. How does that? I don't understand NFTs. I think it's hilarious that people have spent all this money on this crap. But how in the world is that? If it's supposed to be your property and your digital whatever, how is there not a way for you to go after that and say, "Yeah, this is mine. It was stolen. Here's the receipts." One of your favorite guys, Tim Tebow. Tebow. He is starting a new business. I have no idea how he feels about NFTs, but I do know that he's serious about fitness. That's right. The former Heisman Trophy winner, this according to Josh Gerben, who uh, apparently is like a lawyer on Twitter who all he does, I went and looked at his Twitter handle, all he does is report on this company filed this trademark today, so maybe they're going to launch this. This company has applied for a patent on this, I guess. Anyway, the former Heisman Trophy winner has filed a trademark for his name that covers exercise bands, medicine balls, training bars, foam rollers, and weights. So he's getting into the fitness game. Hey, is that a medicine ball? No, it's a Tim Tebow medicine ball. That's right. Well, that's going to be it. They're going to use his name, image, and likeness on fitness equipment, and I'm sure it'll pop up at some giant big box retailer or on you know Amazon or somewhere, and that makes sense. Good for him. Well, you're getting into fitness. I mean, I'm trying to lose some weight. You wouldn't yeah. trust Tim Tebow to sell you some equipment. That's well, not about he trust. Probably I knows just what it's what's good. I'm not. I'm not going to buy a brand that has Tim Tebow on it. What if it? Tim Tebow says, "Hey, T-Bone, let's go hike the Appalachian <laughs> Trail together." Right? Because you're into that now. I'm. I'm into. Let's go I'm chase some waterfalls and go to sure national parks. Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. it all together. Why does Tim Tebow have to? I would be suspicious if he did that. I would think. I would think there's going to be something there. It would. It would make. He wants to spend some time with you. Yeah, he wants to spend some time with me to convert me. No, he wants to. I don't want to. I feel like he wants to tell you. It's like, hey, I know you have an idea of who I am, but I'm telling you, you're wrong. All right, I'd be like, cool. So who's bringing the cooler full of beers? You or me? And if he's like, I don't get down that way, I'd be like, that's fine. That's totally okay. So a guy has to get sloppy drunk just to hang out with you. No, but I'm saying if he's like, no, I want to hang out. I want to get to know you. It's like, well, then let's hang out. And if he's like, nah, it's not my thing. I'd be like, okay, then we're not going to, it's not going to be a lot of fun hanging out because we probably don't have a lot in common. That's all I'm saying. Got fitness in common. 
I don't know that we do. You do? No. Like, he's he's on a whole other plane of fitness. He's a former professional and collegiate athlete. I'll say professional lightly. But collegiate athlete, for sure, one of the greatest of all time. When did he get married? Not too long ago, right? A couple years, I think. Surprised he uh, hasn't had a kid yet. Oh, yeah? Nice virile guy like him. Well, I, I don't pretend to know. Whatever. Who knows how much or how little things are happening with those two? I don't know what they're doing. My guy. I'll buy your medicine balls, Timmy. Go ahead. You buy them. You enjoy them. I'm going to buy them. And then when he like, I can just already see the commercials where he's like, nobody believed in me. That's why I had to get on this medicine ball. What do you put inside a medicine ball? What's the filling? I I mean, I'm I'm guessing it's not medicine. No. I'm going to eliminate medicine. Look and see what you put inside a medicine ball. I've, I've thought it was some combination of like, liquid and sand because that's what it kind of feels like when you pick one of those up is like there's something sloshing in there but it's not just like just liquid there's a solid in there too i got it liquid and a solid is what i'm gonna say uh game show coming up common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center Good evening. Watch out for a crash blocking the right side of the ramp lanes from Route 315 to 270 eastbound. It is causing some backups in that area. Please be very careful. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown as they get things cleaned up. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. I think the Columbus Blue Jackets are secretly telling me that they don't want me to root for them anymore. Why is that? Well, they already have Oliver Bjorkstrand on the team, and I don't have a problem with him specifically. It's just his name that I have a problem with because you know that I am terrified of the singer Bjork. I see. Terrified of her. Of course. So I overlooked Bjorkstrand, even though it's right there in the name. I saw today the Jackets have signed defenseman Marcus Bjork. Oh, wow. To a one-year deal. All Bjork all the time. I love blue jackets. I'm Icelandic. What show is she in? She's in a show or a movie. Is it the Northman? Uh, yeah, there was like yes. a Viking movie that just came out, right? I'm sure Leanna saw it and already has it on Betamax because she's a hipster. I got to hear a little bit more of this because I, I really, I think we just hear, we always hear like the first little intro, but there's a little groove going that we're missing. I got to hear it. You know, you would actually like Bjork. Yeah. Because aside from, you know, her dressing up like a fish and stuff like that, images right. that haunt my dreams, she also is allergic to melody and you hate melody. Melody? I don't hate melody. You do. You hate melody. You had everybody name melody. 
I do? Yeah, you, you met when somebody named Melody. Melody. Kicked her right in the face. I saw it. You know, like, that's what, like, the guitars are playing. And, like, those heavy rock songs I like, they're playing melodic, like, tones as they're doing that. I, I think I like Melody, but maybe I do. Maybe I hate it. You want me just to play this? No, that's fine. I know I know anything that's different. She's like playing so kids' instruments in this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All that's right. right. It's okay. outside the box. I so like it. So the Jackets have signed Mjark- Marcus. Mjarkis? Mjarkis. Mjarkis. Everyone's name is just going to have a Bjork inflection. That's good. He spent the last four seasons in Sweden's top league. Okay. How was he there? Uh, he's a defenseman. He's fine, I guess. I didn't know if they were like, he's the best defenseman they've ever seen in Sweden. I I don't know. He's 6'3", 203, 24 years old. That's the extent of my knowledge. All right. I'm going to say he's going to tune some people up this year. That's what I'm going to say. Get it done out there. Toughness? Yeah, toughness. He's going to come in here and and just clean the glass a little bit. You know what I mean? He's going to be like one of those uh, tank cleaner fish that just suck (laughs) on the glass. It's like, hey man, the action's going on over there. He's just face sucking the <laughs> oh, glass. Oh, oh. He's just like sucking I'm on the glass. Yeah. glass. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know when Billy Saren got here. What does Billy Saren sound like? I'm cleaning the glass with my sucker mouth. Blue Jacket Select Marcus Bjork. I always felt like it was wrong that we had fish. Did you ever have fish growing up? Did you ever? Did your parents have fish? Did no. you ever have a, de- I mean, a fish to eat, tank? To eat or? no, like a fish tank? No, we didn't have in the house. We didn't yeah. have any animals. You, I don't know if you're aware. Then, like a lot of times when you buy a fish tank, they'll be like, "Oh, and you need to buy one of these fish." And it's like, "Oh yeah, why is that?" And they're like, "Well, he'll clean the tank for you, or she, whatever, because mm-hmm. the fish will just suck everything. It'll just be a sucker fish cleaning like all how the you algae." Want to offend the female there sucker might be. fish? Pl- I'm, sure like, I'm sorry, funny. I said he. I meant gender neutral soccer fish. No, I mean either one. Male, female. We weren't I wasn't like checking. I didn't say hey, I need I, a man. I, I, I need a man soccer fish. No, how I have would no you idea. check? I assume the fish store knows. Do they? they? Yeah, they but have to I know. I don't think they know. Yeah, they would, because they wouldn't want to sell you like, oh, if you want if you don't want there to be babies, don't get all the you know, you gotta get the males or all oh, females okay. or something. All right. Although some fish switch. I did. I learned that. Yeah. Well, they like just when they run welcome out. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Life right. finds a way. I, I had no idea. Some fish. It's like, oh, we ran out of like males to repopulate, and they're like, oh, then That's the lead, right. the we'll lead change. females, like I'm a male now. I wish Boom. I could change. You do? Yeah. I wish it would just suck right in. I don't. I have no use for it anymore. You want to be like nothing. You don't want to yeah. have any reproductive. I want to be like the Marilyn Manson album right. cover. That's I want right. to be smooth down there. <laughs> I got it. All right. Is it game show time? Yep. Okay. Uh, real or fake IndyCar drivers, the game today. I give you two names. Tell me which one is really in the Indy 500 this weekend, Mike. You All ready? Right, let's go. I'm ready. All right. First two names, Kevin Augsburg or Connor Daly. Who's the real IndyCar driver? This driver is Connor qualified. Daly. Yes. Connor Daly is I qualified. I know 18th in the Indy 500. He will roll off in row six. Let him live. Next up, Chad Bolton or Dalton Kellett. I don't Who's know these the names. Real IndyCar driver there. Dalton Kellett sounds like someone the Blue Jackets would sign. Okay. Right? What about Chad Bolton? Chad Bolton. Mm, I'm going to go with Chad Bolton. Dalton, yeah, Teddy was quick with that buzzer. Well, Teddy knows. Dalton Kellett is the 29th qualified driver. Barely made the field, but he's in there. That's why I don't know him. He's Let a him piece live. of crap. That's right. Next up, Angel Corinthians mm. or Will Power. Who is the real IndyCar driver? Know Will Power is is a real person. That's, that's and he's a real a, person. He's a driver. 
Yes. But is he in this race? That's, That's the question. That's a big question. Well, considering I don't know the other guy at all, I'm going to go with Will Power. Good call, yes. Will Power qualified 11th for the Indy 500. Yeah, there you go. Angel Carincius, not not a real person at all. So now you Eduardo know. Eduardo Carocchio. Uh, no, that's not right. Uh, Marcus Erickson or Arthur Fenerbahce, who is the real driver in the Indy 500. I think Marcus Erickson's a, a guy. I think I've heard of him. And so you're right. All right yes. Yeah. Where do you know why you know his name? F1. I'm, yep, that's right. He's a former F1 driver who will be fifth. Rolling off fifth in the Indy 500. Let him live. Good shot to win it this year. Hope he does. Where did he race in F1? All of the tracks that they go to is where he raced. Which team? I forget. All right. I don't remember. Uh, next up, Leif Erikson. Leif Erikson. Famous Viking. That's right. <laughs> Bjork is timeless. Oh. She was also there with Leif Erikson. That's she right. Was, she told Leif Erikson where to go and what to do. She's She is timeless, is Bjork. Uh, Stefan Mains or Takuma Sato, who is the real IndyCar driver who happened to qualify 10th in this year's Indy 500? I don't know either of these guys. I'm going to go with Takuma Sato. That is correct. Takuma Sato has won the Indy 500 twice. Wow, okay. Yeah. Good for he's, Takuma. He's a, yeah, defending, uh, not defending, but a multiple time champion. You know where he's going to go if he wins? Where's he going to go? The Takuma Dome. Oh, instead of the Takuma Dome. That is exactly right. Next up. Preston Lutz. 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 Or, What's up, Lutz? Or Simon Pagano, who is the real IndyCar driver. Preston Lutz or Simon Pagano? I'm going to go with Simon Pagano. That is correct. He will roll off 16th this upcoming Indy 500, which I am attending and will be drinking at. And betting. Oh, that's going to be a scene. And joining the Confederacy. I <laughs> know. In, Indianapolis is in the north. I just want to point that yeah, out. You, you tell me that when you go to this All race right, on fine, Sunday. Fine. Tell me if it's in the north. Fair enough. Uh, next up, Colin Freiburg or Joseph Newgarden, who is the real IndyCar driver who is qualified for the Indy 500. Colin Freiburg or Joseph Newgarden. I'm going to go with Joseph Newgarden. You are correct again. He is rolling off 14th in this upcoming race. Next up, Frank Blackpool or Sage Karam, who's the IndyCar Sage driver? Sage Karam caught a golf ball. Hope she's doing all right. That she had to. You're right. Sage Steele had to have that that issue. She had to get that fixed. She got hit by a golf ball. That's right. Did she blame the government? Or I didn't hear about who right. she blamed. I did hear she had to leave. And I'm going to go with Sage bad. Rosenfeld. Sa- no, Sage Karam, not Sage Rosenfeld. And Sage Karam's correct. Twenty second. Frank Blackpool, not a real guy. Next Frank up. Black is a real guy. Yeah, but not Frank Blackpool. Uh, Evan Barnsley or David Malukas? Oh, Evan Barnsley. Sounds very British. Mm. I don't know if he is. I'm going to go with Barnsley. Oh, sorry. Uh. David Malukas will roll off. I believe this is his initial Indy 500 because he's been in the Indy Light Series for a few years now. David Malukas rolls off 13th. Really good qualifying effort for that, dude. Happy for him. Finally... Colton Herta or Luis Palmeiras, who is the IndyCar driver. This driver is qualified 25th for the Indy 500. I'm going to go with light-hitting shortstop Luis Palmeiras. Oh, sorry. It's Colton Herta. His father, Brian Herta, raced in IndyCar for many years, now runs a team. I think the team 
Is that no? He, did he? Does he run the team that Colton Hurd is a part of? I'm pretty sure he does, Ted. Yes, he does. Okay, couldn't remember if he left or not. But anyway, yeah, there you go. There's your Indy Car Rundown. Thank you, Bone. Me and Tim May are going to be out there. Is Tim going? Tim goes. Tim Tim May is the biggest Indy Car fan that I have met at this radio station. Other than me, like that's very, I like uh, it that's too. But, brand for Tim, but Tim has gone out and covered it for many years, so he knows a lot more about it than I do. But yeah, Tim May, me, that's it. That's the list of people from this station that are going to be going. So good. Why times. don't you go, Teddy? You like the Teddy racing. doesn't like to go anywhere. I know. I like to watch it. It's fun to watch on TV. It yeah. is a. It's a. It's a whole another thing. I mean, we're leaving at four a.m. to get out there. Teddy so. likes to watch from behind the two way mirror. I like to he watch. He doesn't want to yes. do it. He wants to watch other people do it. Mm. Well, yeah, there's a there's a lot of three wide in the there's Indy a lot five. Of they start wide. off. They start off three wide. That's how That's the grid is. They have right. three cars across. Mm-hmm. Uh, back page coming up. I'm gonna just I'm gonna pee all over myself. Oh, don't do that. Just go to break. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find 270 northbound at Morris Road. There is a crash blocking the ramp lane. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but this ramp will remain closed until further notice. Please avoid and seek an alternate route. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print Marketing Services help small business print big with wide format signs and banners. Right now, get $10 off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Offer ends on July 2nd. Visit staples.com slash this is your sign for details. This is your sign to print big at Staples. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man, happy Tuesday. Timmy was uh, part-time in it today because mm-hmm. he was out playing 18 holes of golf before the show. Who'd he you was... play with today? Tell him. Tell I him was going to say, t- he was in here, to his credit, very right. early I when here, I got I in here, here. before the common man. Yep, he was, and then he Split left. It. But he was, he was in here doing work early, and Why then he left. Why can't we just mock him? We can. I'm just All right. when he deserves it. No. Let's just play radio. <laughs> All right, fine. Just mock yeah, him. Yeah, Tim, you suck. I know. What did you play with today? T- today we had Chad Schroeder over at IMG. Good dude. He used to be in the building when we were down in the brewery district together, so you would have seen him around. I'm sure. Skip Mossick, T to Green, and the Beamer who got his ass kicked today. Man, you take special joy <laughs> oh, he, in kicking Beamer's ass, I wish people understood. I, I love it. The I door, really do. The door to the studio, Mike walked out of the studio earlier in the show and left the door cracked, I don't know, maybe like three inches is all the space there was. And then I see Tim walk by and he's like, hey, had a good round out there. And I said, oh, did you? And you're like, yeah, I kicked Beamer's ass. Like that was the first thing out of your mouth, like right after I had a good time out there. And so I know it means a lot to you, and it, I know it, it does. And you, I know it means a lot to him does. to lose because he hates it. It, so. it, it does. It, it, it's like Mike said: you should ju- you should mock me. I should I should be open to it. And Beamer likes to talk that talk. So when you do open your mouth and you run it a lot, then you're going to get it. You're going to get it. <laughs> does he ever beat you? 
It's these days. It's rare. It's rare. Is it because you have gotten so much better or he's gotten so much worse? I have gotten better and he's just in a slump. His game's just in a slump. He's got a thing where he's pulling all of his shots left. Mm. He's still a good player. His number is what it is, but I'm, I'm just on a miniature heater right now. How'd Skip do? Skip played pretty well. Skip has his game. He hits Blinky it about. And sweary. He's, he had a lot of ah, ah, ah. So when, when the chips didn't go right, yeah. Skip. And the rough was thick out of gray today. I thought it was surprisingly difficult because of how high they're letting the rough grow. And I'm seeing this at different golf courses everywhere. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the gas prices. I don't know. And they don't want to, they don't want to get the gas powered mowers out there enough. But Skip, when uh, his chips didn't fluff up there the right way, that's when he really got the, ah, ah. He talks to himself too. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's so bad. So bad. He'll try to hit one again. Hit it worse. That say is the a same thing. thing. I've, I've, in fun. my few rounds of golf I've played, I know that there is a level of you've got to give it to yourself when you screw up on the you golf do, course. You like, do. You, you talk have to, to yourself. You yeah. have to do that for, I think, everybody else because you don't want to be looking like, no, I thought that was a good shot as it's like landing in the water. Well, you, yeah. have to, you have to have that moment. But then if you do it too much, it gets to be annoying. There's where you're just thing. everything you're like, God, sucked. And it's like, nah, you're like two feet away from the pin. You're all right. Nobody's saying that when you hit a when you hit an actual good shot. I mean, we're not we're not like Rory McIlroy where he hit it on the green and it's fifteen feet away instead of five feet and we're pissed off about that shot. We're not doing that. But like you said, if you if you shank one or chunk a chip shot and it goes five feet, it's okay to say, Oh my God, that sucks. Because it did. It's reality, and then you rinse it out and then you try to be positive for the next one. And then you go and try to fire the best score that you can. That's well, congratulations all. on your victory. What do you got coming up on the Buckeye Show tonight? Another big show tonight. Happy to have Joey Lane in for the week. Big uh, hoops week here on the Buckeye Show. Kata Bates Diop after his season with the Spurs. He's going to join us at 619. And Joey's podcast partner, Andrew Zoldan, will give us some takes on the upcoming Buckeye basketball season and the Big Ten at 719. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, everyone, I just wanted to point your attention to an anniversary that we missed today that we need to bring attention to, and it pertains to golf, Timmy. It's a one of the golf moments I remember very well. That would be, this is one year ago today that Brooks Kepka was standing at a microphone, a hot mic, and Bryson DeChambeau walked behind him with his golf spikes on, and we got the look of all ages where Brooks Kepka just rolled his eyes and was like, oh, this guy. Yeah, he gave and, him a comment. He was listening into the interview Brooks was doing, yeah. and he gave him a snide comment about right. an answer, and he, that's what caused the major eye roll. Like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So, in any way, <laughs> that, uh, that whole snafu and that whole thing that happened, uh, it was a year ago today that that occurred, so... For those who are celebrating, happy golfers who hate each other day, I guess. Enjoy that. Uh, Good news for a bad situation here. Soccer star Kurt Zuma, who plays in the English Premier League, or did, uh, is also a member of the French national team. He had to plead guilty and did to two charges, uh, accusing him of kicking a cat and also slapping one of his other cats. There was a video that went viral in February for the wrong reasons of him uh, injuring these two cats that he apparently had in his house. It's not clear why he decided to do this other than he's just a deranged, sick person in the head. I don't know. I don't know what possesses people to do this. But anyway, he did it. It was apparently for fun. Uh, that got him tons of blowback. He lost lots of sponsorships. Oh, uh, he my. was fined by West Ham, his team that he plays for. Um, at any rate, yeah, 
He now had to plead guilty to those charges, so the penalty is going to be levied on June 1st. It's unclear whether or not he will face significant jail time due to that, but at least he pled guilty to it and is now going to have to pay the penalty for it, whatever that should be. Two hours of the Buckeye Show tonight, then 8 o'clock tonight, it is Inside the Crew, or as T-Bone likes to call it, I Hate Caleb Porter Hour. I mean... The is, results speak for is themselves. It, is it when is I mean, he gone hour? Is that? <laughs> hey, man, I don't envy Chris Dord and Jordan Angeli and yeah, everybody else yeah. has to come in and talk about how crappy this team is right now. We will talk to you tomorrow, minus Ted, because it's Wednesday, Ted. He's going to be somewhere eating a Popeye yeah. sandwich. Triple H will be with us. Have Common Man me. and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some delays to watch out for. Westbound 670 at Neal Avenue. There's an accident on the right side causing some delays. Traffic is slow from Leonard Avenue over here. Plan about a five-minute backup. Strategic report is sponsored by NHTSA. No one close to you should have to endure the dreaded knock on the door from a police officer who must tell your loved one that you were killed in a car crash because you weren't wearing your seatbelt. So please don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. On the NRA with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The fan. Hey, common man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I, don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a, Hulu skirt I think you on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks you would. That. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. 
a fat white guy. Who's bald? No, there are other it? white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 